Thanks to Keeps for supporting FilmSack. Keeps makes easy and affordable hair loss treatment for men. To receive your first month of treatment for free, go to keeps.com slash filmsack. Are you here to kill me? I know what this is. I've seen one before. Many, many years ago. It belonged to a man I met in half remember dream. A man possessed of some radical notions. This is Filmsack. Oh, sure. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Filmsack. This is Filmsack. Mining the very depths of film entertainment for all mankind, episode 454. I'm Scott Johnson, joined today by Brian. This carpet smells funny, Dunaway. Ooh, gross, Arby's. Oh, hi. <laughs> hey, guys. You'll have to excuse my low-energy intro today. I haven't been getting any good sleep this week. I'm so mm. tired. Mm. Ooh, I even fell asleep a few times during this week's movie. Oh, man. Am I even awake right now, or is this all just a dream? Ooh, excuse me. Hold on a second. I should check my totem to make sure this isn't all just a dream. It's, here's my totem. It's, it's one of those small rubber bouncy ball things. Remember the rubber bouncy ball things? <laughs> so let's so let's check the texture. Yep, yep. Coarse and rubbery for gripping. How about the smell? Oh, yeah. yeah. That's how those things smell. Funky. And, and finally, let's see how this thing defies gravity when I chuck it at the wall. Oh, shit. Ooh. Arby's. Definitely awake. <laughs> So, so what's for lunch today, guys? Arby's. Arby's. Oh, oh, oh. Okay. Wow. How about a little? Oh, was, how about was that a little, your idea, Scott? Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's, a very, it's a very simple idea. How about a little hot beef inception? Mm. We got the meats. Yeah. <laughs> Wake yeah. up, people. Nice. Yeah, very well done. Uh, <laughs> also with us, Randy, two possible thwaites in a row, Jordan. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> <Sorry>. <clears throat> Aloha, Scott. Brian. Brian. Hi. And uh, Mr. Nolan, uh, sorry to bother you. I just need your approval on this final invoice for some extra work that you requested that weren't in our original contract. We got uh, three unexpected items here. Number one. Now, we initially thought there ain't no city in the world where two buildings are angled together like an alleyway that narrows to a gap of about 10 inches. But we found one. I don't know what you're going to use it for, but I'm sure you got your reasons. Number two, this extra charge was for digitally erasing Tom Hardy's full frontal nudity pranks. <laughs> I don't understand why you kept those takes, but my crew is tired, Mr. Nolan. He wasn't even supposed to be in the huge mirror shot. Oh my. <laughs> Number three, I don't want to talk too much about this one, but 
Yeah, that's a big surcharge for the person who had to procure half a dozen very long hairs from the ear of a live elephant and glue them onto the chin of Ken Watanabe. <laughs> I can't even. You better pay us for all this. <laughs> it was kind of <laughs> elephanty. Don't don't beard shame him. Yeah, come on. He's yeah. It's, it's, yeah, he can't. Maybe that's the best he can do. Maybe, maybe let's see how you do after fifty years of living right. in limbo. That's but right. You're, but you're not wrong. Yeah. But, but yeah, his limbo seemed okay. By the way, seemed like an yeah, okay limbo. Had too bad. It's had, pretty chill limbo. Yeah. Had dudes to help him out. Seemed to have pretty good food around. Drink. You know, nice buildings. His limbo was what, nice. What limbo was he stuck in? I don't want to know. Uh, it may not even have been his limbo. Maybe it was a piece of somebody else's limbo. I don't even want to know anymore. Well, uh, finally with us, Brian, he's a man within a man within another man, Ibit. Ooh, yeah. Like Never mind. Yeah. We'll save that for the, <laughs> save that for the end. So, you want to come work for me? Okay, I need you to start with this. I need you to design a maze in two minutes that can be solved in one minute. Here's a piece of paper. Mm. All right, time's up. Nope, nope, do it again. Mm -mm. Time's up. Okay, all right, good, good. You're getting this. Uh, now I need you to design a word search in three minutes using only types of fish. Ah, good, mm. good. I like the use of grouper here. Uh, okay, I need you to design a Sudoku in 90 seconds that it takes me the time I can drink this cup of coffee to solve. <laughs> okay, very good. Very good. Uh, where was I in this thing? Here it is. <laughs> okay, now create a New York Times crossword puzzle in five minutes and make it a Wednesday. No, make it a Thursday and don't use the words aloe, arid, or sass. Excellent. Mm. Okay, now draw two pictures of a pet store side by side and make me find 12 things that are different. Mm. Good. Now make me connect the dots. Now a word ladder. <laughs> okay, okay, you got the job. Can you start Monday? Oh, Architect. Man. What, are you dreaming? I'm the editor-in-chief of Highlights Magazine. Nah. <laughs> you know. Love where it went. I got to say. I felt incepted. I sort of knew somehow in my heart of hearts, I wouldn't have been able to tell you beforehand, but that Brian would zero in on that maze-making business, that puzzly stuff. Yeah. I just knew totally, it. Totally. Totally. I knew it's my, it. It's my jam. It's your jam. Yeah. Uh, well. If it were me, I would have like... Uh, like put punch holes in the paper that he had to go through two minutes no problem yeah piece of cake <laughs> does that ever happen in real life where somebody asks you to do something and you do it like some kind of crazy ass thing that mm -hmm. you just say sure why not and you just do it and then they take it and crumple it up and go no yes. do it again it's called tsa no. yeah right yeah. Yeah. no the tsa does that so uh the now movie take off your shoes all right now take <laughs> off your no. belt so the, nope, do it again. the the movie we're watching is inception and inception as it turns out is a rad movie and uh i'm gonna and i'll you know speak for myself here because you know i don't want to assume for everybody else but it's in my top 10 maybe even my top five movies i love inception i loved it when it came out 10 years ago i love it now i think it holds up i think it's the best thing christopher nolan ever did and mm -hmm. uh i think it's one of the greatest science fiction ideas and films ever put to film and uh so this is going to be a weird film sack for me because usually uh, you know, when we do a movie that we know is like, you know, legitimately good. Uh, well, oh, it, oh, oh, gotcha, when, okay. when it's one that we know is good, like we see Breakfast Club, we know it's good. Right. Mm -hmm. But but there's stuff in there to to like dissect and do. This definitely has those things, too. But man, do I love it. It's going to be hard for me to say I don't really have anything negative to say about inception oh interesting yeah so so it'll well be, then buckle up yeah buckle up i'm sure <laughs> sure other people other people might but i don't know why i even love it as much as i do but i just and i was so just delighted to watch it again and that two and a half almost three hour length went fast 
Like it didn't even, yeah, didn't yeah. even hardly seem sure. like time to me, which is funny because that's, that's because the you were in is. the you were in subconscious level three. I guess so. <laughs> but uh, I think it's because uh, there's number one brain stuff is always fascinating. Right. Like stuff that involves the mind and dreams and sleep, except for dreamscape, um, is always really <laughs> fascinating and and, yeah. and really cool to explore because it's uh it can go beyond the whole oh i just woke up and that whole thing that just happened was a dream like mm-hmm. they can go right. you know and go far with it yeah um the second thing is it's just got such great visuals like it you know the exploding items on the street as um uh, oh, as cobb and arachne are sitting in the uh, the cafe or the the uh street folding in on itself or um, and that's the first time we saw this in film right i mean that that street folding was the equivalent of of a moment like what Matrix was when we decided that we could bend our bodies against bullet bullet time a little bit oh, yeah sure. Sure. Little sure. Bit. this is like this is like bullet time but with folding we've seen with folding streets have we seen this in uh, Doctor Strange Doctor Strange is the only other place I can think of that was I was yeah. hoping that that was what you're going to mention because I can't right. think of any other film I've seen it in some other small sci-fi films and stuff uh, okay. but th- this this was the uh, this was the inception. It was, that, it was the that, inception uh, where it came. Yeah. And, and it was very, uh, at the time, especially, it just was like, what am I looking at? Like, how are they even doing that? And I know, you know, we were pretty far along with CGI and cool computer effects and all that other stuff by 2010. That's not like, you know, a big shock or anything, but the, the, just the, oh, just the overall like cohesiveness of what is real, what isn't. Uh, setting this stuff up so that I'm so I so I easily know that I'm in the dream. The the movie does this really brave thing, in my opinion, and we can discuss this, and you guys can tell me if I'm wrong. But I think there's a brave plot device in this movie that nobody gives a lot of credit to, and that is this: there's that little briefcase box that you open up, and it's got the lights and the buttons and the moving the- parts, and they just MacGuffin yes. that thing to death because they mm-hmm. don't actually mm-hmm. explain it, they don't tell you how it works, they don't give you the origin of the thing. They just say, yeah, it's this, uh, you know, sleep thing that was developed by NASA or whoever. And now it all works <laughs> and, and you just yeah. use it and it works. And the movie is brave enough to just say, get over it. It's a it's a yeah, thing that yeah. works. Mm-hmm. So now let's move on. It's like saying, hey, I promise this is bread. We need to get to the sandwich. That's yeah. how it they feels. Don't even, <laughs> they don't even ask you to believe it. They just ask you not to look at it. Yeah, kind of. Literally, yeah. Yeah. I felt like the box which was like one of the prop, one of the things I kept stumbling over, but I kept going, okay, it's all right. Like you can't look at the children's face. I almost feel like Christopher Nolan said, not only that, you can't look at the box because if you look at the box too long, you'll instantly start going, nah, that don't work. All it is yeah, is a bunch of chemicals. That's not going to work. You really don't want to question the that box. too much. Oh yeah, not at all. This movie mm-hmm. to work on you. Like, yeah. like how are they? I, I see how they're all, uh, how all of their bloodstreams are being fed a drug but they do absolutely nothing to give you the idea that these people are all connected brain to brain mm-hmm. and the right, movie right. is just like waving its hand in your face no you're not gonna think about no, don't even look at it do not think about that at so, all like we've experienced this two weeks in a row and it's also and i can't remember the name of the trope but we've all seen pulp fiction and what's in the briefcase it's that mysterious off-screen thing. Yeah. We saw it last sure. week with Dragonheart with him opening his heart. And it's like everybody everybody in the movie can see the heart. But, you know, the audience is like, I'm looking. I don't mm-hmm. see nothing. I just kind of mm-hmm. see a glowy area. Mm-hmm. And here we are with this box. And it's like, don't look at the box. Yeah. No, we're going to sh- briefly show you the box. But yeah, we're hiding the box. I want to take a step back here, though, because uh, someone said that it's got 
incredible cinematography and it does and the cinematography in this movie is so good that the movie indulges in unnecessary stuff like almost like to christopher nolan and his brother cinematography is this this like sketch show and you can just like you know what i have this idea for this thing that i've always <laughs> wanted to capture on film yeah. and I'd, like can, here's can you write a plot movie. around it <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah here's the perfect movie like what like how awesome would it be for us to put a camera between two huge pivoting mirrors mm-hmm, but then mm-hmm. you the viewer realize you're not seeing the camera in the mirrors mm-hmm. oh my god and it's just like okay we can do that we'll just put the it, it's a total waste of time as far as the plot's concerned yeah. but oh my god there are so many moments in this film where you're just like wow that's genius cinematography yeah it's really neat and and it gets you in the this place where you're fully willing to embrace and accept that that box does these things and Mm -hmm. once you're past that then you can start playing in philosophical town right like you can go nuts with like all right time slows down or speeds up depending on what level you're on and and they build math around it that's sensible even though it's all theoretical right it's all wrong or whatever but and is is wrong and that was that was actually a bigger stumbling block for me than the box was the time because at one point in time they were riding in the van and everything was happening very quickly in the level below that. And then like, then they decided once they, you know, fell off the bridge, it's like, okay, now we're really going to slow time down the rest mm-hmm. of the universes. And I'm like, that's really, I, I, I hear you and I, I see what you're talking about, but this movie does such a great job of explaining very briefly like giving you just enough explanation Mm -hmm. about how all this works without giving you too much to chew on right and by by the way it all comes from arthur arthur is the character that he his only reason in this thing is to tell you (laughs) he just how this works Mm -hmm. right Right. he's he's the obi-wan and uh uh killian murphy is the audience basically (laughs) kind of yeah right like i oh man I'd forgotten. A, I mean, as much as I like this movie, and as many times as I've seen it, I always forget how much Killian Murphy played into it and yeah, his character right. and how all yeah. that stuff worked. That stuff still gets me, man. Just the whole father son thing. That when this all comes down to it, it's about familial breakdowns and changes and and mess ups and trying to gain redemption. And are those his real kids or aren't they? And you know, the thing at the end where they're playing with your head and whether that thing's going to fall over or not. or falls, yeah. It's uh-huh. just like... Should we should we discuss what each of us yeah. thinks? Just, yeah, just yeah, briefly, like does it does it fall or doesn't it fall? I think it falls. I think it falls. I think I think it falls too. And I think more importantly, the fact that, that you see Cobb's kids' faces for the first time right. means that he's not in, in a Cobb's dream. Kids. Cobb's, right. kids. Cobb's kids. Cobb's kids. Cobb's kids. Uh, but also, here's the other reason I think that that's true. When it, I mean, it's just a physical one. When they show that thing any other time and it's in perpetual mode, mm-hmm. it's perfectly in perpetual mode. It doesn't it wobble. Doesn't it wobble, doesn't give right, and uh-huh. take or whatever. This thing, the whole point of it at the end is to leave you hanging, but it does do that little... Rick, Randy has waited that. patiently. I'm, I'm waiting I, for it, Randy. Um, <laughs> I, I actually like... I like not... Uh, not keying too much on what happens when when the camera turns off because uh, this movie provided one of the three times in my life I've been in a movie theater and I've heard the people around me oh. make horrible loud noises. Like, oh. Uh, that, or in, so there's three times, right? One was the others 
where I was in a completely packed theater, every seat taken in San Francisco, and the movie starts in total silence, and you and you hear nothing for like minutes except and people then, chewing on popcorn and then <laughs> in the dark in a dark shot you suddenly hear a woman screaming and people in the, that theater all screamed too because it was so <laughs> it was just so sudden and loud uh-huh. and then the second time was passion of the christ there were people wailing in my movie theater it was you know I mean, it's understandable. <laughs> speaking in tongues or anything <laughs> no just crying so loud you know crying yeah, sure. so oh you're so, crying oh. your your emotional oh, response is interrupting my entertainment please stop it yeah well yeah i mean if you can call that entertaining <laughs> I, um, but anyway, the third, and, and this was the, this is the one that's really stuck with me. It was the first time I saw Inception. I was in a movie theater on Oahu and it was also packed. It was the day it opened and there were so many people in that movie theater. And when the camera cuts and you don't find out, you you know, and everybody realized they weren't going to get a resolution to the Mm -hmm. top spinning. There were people in the movie theater who were moaning, like they'd been kicked in the gut you know <laughs> like 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 some of them sounded like you got they'd gotten throat punched and they couldn't catch their breath it was mm-hmm. it was like mm-hmm. so it was, and and that to me is that to me is worth not knowing like that mm-hmm. that experience and i'm but sorry you still I, have you still have an opinion though right i mean you still in your head you don't you don't just go hey, it doesn't matter and walk away surely the, you at least go so, like well, i personally believe as as much as layered into this movie, the music and the cinematography, you you can come at it from so many angles and go, this movie is the peak Hans Zimmer, or this movie is the peak, you know, Christopher Nolan. The real peak for this film for me is whoever edited the movie, mm. because how did they keep keep you like you were talking about the falling uh, uh, van? We keep coming back to it. It's edited in just right. To keep you remembering, right? There's layers. They're all going through a different time frame, right? Yep. The, the mm-hmm. editing's insane, and there's a human being who said to Christopher Nolan, "Okay, so you're sure you want us to go to black fast before this top falls? <laughs> you're absolutely sure." But you know, it's it's, like, it's, it's basically the, it's the Sopranos thing, right? I mean, it's mm-hmm. the um, you are left to kind of just fill in the gaps of what you think is going to happen as as your closure to the movie. Whatever, whatever ending makes you satisfied. Is he still in the dream? Great. He's in the dream, but he's got his kids. And um, I watched a thing this morning about it, uh, like a little trivia thing where they talk about Easter eggs and stuff. And his son, he says, oh, what have you guys been doing? And the kid, the son says, we've been building a house on a cliff, (laughs) which is (laughs) like straight out of uh, his limbo with with Maul, which is crazy. It's like, oh, no, I don't want to think that. I want to think that he's free. I want to think that he's out. That's satisfying to me is that he's out. That's that's what's good about that answer. I feel like the no answer answer, which Randy is giving, (laughs) is like the opposite of what Nolan probably wanted was he wants wants everybody to find their own path and own enjoyment. And Randy's like going, nah. Man. I'm not gonna do it. Not gonna play it. I'm not. I'm not even. I'm not even gonna make a decision. What do you think because about that, Nolan? Second. Now there's two. I don't have. I don't have closure on Inception, and I don't have closure on Randy's answer. Yeah. <laughs> well, because the point, the point of not giving you closure. What, like, what's the point, right? Why did he do that? He did yeah. that to give just a little bit of credence to the concept that uh, Marion Cotillard's character is the only one who's actually in reality. That everyone else is is in Cobb's dream. So dream that's your one, answer, right? Gotcha. Okay, no, so it doesn't like, matter because that's a possibility. You, because, well, yeah, but that's the one you're leaning towards. We all have a personal 
preference to where we think it ended. Now, there's probably many, you could talk, talk me into a bunch of other possibilities, but the mind has to eventually go, okay, I'm going to rest on this I answer is the, the, the most likely outcome. You know? The ball in the roulette wheel has to oh, stop no. somewhere. Yeah. No, the most likely outcome is that For you. Cobb, Cobb has gotten back to reality and we're we're given all the evidence we need for that when the kids turn he sees their faces right, right. that's every, every I other time we've seen the kids they have been dreamy kids and he's he's not able to to conjure up their faces like even as great as he is in dreams he's not that good do you guys want to i disagree do you guys want to because oh, go ahead. i think i disagree because and it's, this is just in my mind i disagree mm. i'm not going to allow your idea your inception into my mind and i'm going to disagree <laughs> and say the reason why i went the kids faces represent giving in and so he refused to look at the kids when he was in the subconscious depth because mm -hmm. if he knew if he looked that he would give in and he would forget how He'd he got stay there. there yeah and he would right. stay there so that mm -hmm. was the thing to me so which is what he ultimately me, does at the end it's just a question of yeah. whether or not it was real so i'm, I'm going to tell you yeah. what christopher nolan said all right so here's what christopher nolan said at a princeton university graduation ceremony and touched talked about the ending says, the way that that end of that film worked, Leonardo DiCaprio's character Cobb, he was off with his kids uh, in his own subjective reality, he says. He didn't really care anymore, and that makes a statement yeah. of perhaps uh, all levels of reality are valid. The camera moves over the spinning top just before it appears wobbling and it cuts to black. Then he goes on about how people are frustrated with that. But he makes right. the point that Cobb finally got to a place where the top stopped mattering. Exactly, and whether that's, whether or not you decide out. he went one way or the other, that's up to you. That's I don't know. A, I don't think it's a cop out. It's that's not a cop that's out. Not that's, a cop that's, out. That's, that's what reality is. It's like mm -hmm. the acceptance of what's happening. Of whatever you got to Yeah, and and I don't. Stop, I don't. I don't stop looking at it. I don't find it a cop it, out for. I don't find it a cop out for other reasons, though. I think he's just. I think he's basically saying, "Yeah, I'm. I am messing with you. This is. This is a thing where you're supposed to groan at the end, and and I mission accomplished, but also." You can go one way, you can go the other way. It doesn't matter what way you go. The important thing is that he found his own reality, and the rest of us are like, "Well, I hope it's the right one. It's not a fake one." <laughs> right. well, you know what? I, what I what I think what I what I what I like to think right now is the fact that he was given that speech, and that no one asked him the question. He just decided to go. No one's asked me, so I'm going to tell you guys what I think. You should have thought. Yeah. <laughs> so if he's so if he's still in his in his reality, then basically like Ellen Page and Joseph Gordon-Levitt, like everybody has to just kind of drag his sleepy ass off the plane. And well, take see, that's the thing. And... It, no, no, nothing <laughs> actually happens because we've already established the fact that you can be in the subconscious and live an entire life, and only minutes happen in real world. So eventually, he will wake up. Because no one says he dies. Oh, and there's, he, still, a, there's a he still wakes up yeah. on the plane, and everyone's still around him. And, right, and it right. feels and it is, feels like you I just woke up. That's the other thing is in a, in a yeah. real dream where it feels like tons of time has passed. When you mm -hmm. wake up, you very quickly acclimate and go, "Oh, okay, everything's fine." It's kind of like how you know, yeah. 50, 60 years for Sato or whatever his name was, um, Ken Watanabe mm -hmm. is out there in the middle of his limbo. He's feeling the 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 horrible eternal eternal hell of that experience until he wakes up and goes, "Oh, it's just a dream." Like, right. So and even though what, they're purposely doing it, they still have that feeling of like, oh, it's fine. I'm back to normal now. Everything's good. What what fantastic acting and direction, by the way, around that whole like wake up mm -hmm. concept. Mm -hmm. Just mm -hmm. every single one of them. Not, none of them were bad. Like right. I was so impressed at how 
you know, like, of course you expect certain things out of people like Leonardo DiCaprio and Tom Hardy, right? Mm-hmm. But every single person in this movie, like, when Killian Murphy is already awake, uh, as as Leo finally comes out of his uh, trip to limbo, and you mm-hmm. see Killian Murphy in front of him, and he's got this look on his face that tells you everything mm-hmm. about him, about him thinking, like, wow, what? That's yeah. incredible. How There's did... no no words spoken in that scene except for the the flight yeah. attendant, and uh, and everybody just gets across exactly what they're what they're feeling. I like how this. I like how it. this movie makes me forget that I'm watching a heist movie because oh, that's yeah. what it is. Right. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And my favorite. So, like, fun, what's funny is my favorite part of my other favorite Christopher Nolan movie, which is The Dark Knight, is my favorite parts of that movie are the heist parts. Like he should make right. more heist movies. <laughs> <laughs> if only. Well, Mini Cooper is one of my favorites, and I I can't imagine how he could wedge a heist into there. But um, <laughs> I was going to ask Randy really quick. Uh, what what do you think is in the uh, the FedEx box that Tom Hanks carries around in Castaway? Yeah. <laughs> uh. That's a good question. What is he delivering? I've never I, actually I, thought that. I've never I thought about a, it. I think it's a deflated think, Wilson. I think it's Tom's top. Tom's top? It's oh, Tom's yeah. top. I can see that. Oh, do the, oh, they share the same universe. I see where you're going. Yeah, I like that. I like that um, idea. I like this. Is this, is this like, I, I'm, I'm hearing Scott saying it's like he likes this even more than The Matrix. Uh, is it, it, it uh, that would guarantee that it's your favorite heist movie? Like, um, I mean, I you, I don't know about that. I mean, the, like, the, did you like did you like it more than like Heat or Ocean's Eleven or? I mean, if you're getting if we want to get real strict about like okay, you know, heist movies literally being a heist in the traditional sense, we're robbing a bank or whatever. I'd probably say Heat is a better movie, but I also say, I would also argue that Heat feels like a Christopher Nolan movie. Christopher Nolan it does, does yeah. he directs a lot like Michael Mann does, but. But the um, yeah no I, I mean it's 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 one of my favorite I'm just gonna call it what it is I think it's a great science fiction film and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it's one of my favorites of those for sure well, and then, so I'm just asking for other things like like okay so what's your well like what are your favorite science fiction films that come to mind when you when you say that Ex Machina is one is a recent oh, so one um, this I uh, would probably. I mean, I don't, I, it's hard to, I don't know how to classify Fury Road, if it's science fiction or not. If it is, then it's definitely in there, but it's sort of. Oh, isn't. it absolutely is. I, uh, uh, Blade Runner, maybe? Blade Runner. Oh, absolutely. 2049 oh. especially. I really, really like mm-hmm. that movie a lot. Oh, that was so good. Um, I liked the, uh, <laughs> what was that other Villeneuve movie with the Arrival? I liked that a lot. Like um, you, you really like Alien too. I love that's Alien. A, that's a little. That's that's a kind of distant from Inception in terms of sci-fi, right? And it's like also that, more. That's about, it's a war movie with aliens, basically. Yeah. Right, yeah. and the one before it is a horror movie with aliens. Like it's just right. it, uh-huh. that that thing is so weird how it plays around with you know third one's a prison movie with aliens. Like right, right. I like that kind of stuff just in general, well, and I like all sci-fi. Heist really, heist movie with yeah, aliens. Was this taking an alien heist? We I was just, I was just trying to build the script in my head. Dang it. Yeah, but as far as ones where I have to park a lot of science at the door and mm-hmm. but i'm still cool with it this is definitely up there like right up it, there right it all hangs on how well you're able to build a world tell us the rules of that world to where we don't even question it for the rest of the film christopher nolan does that perfectly with this like yeah. all right here's this it's world we can do all this idea. stuff mm-hmm. and uh now we're gonna like act in this and now we're gonna like tell the story and you're not saying, wait a minute, now how do they get into each other's dreams? Right. I, well, let's yeah. stop right there. Yeah. It is a very complicated uh, mind puzzle, right? And the fact mm-hmm. that he is able to present it in such a way that I never once just kind of go, no, I'm out. I yeah. stuck around for the whole thing. Yeah. 
and it's and it's and it's entertaining it clips along at a really great pace it never feels like they've slowed down even though there's a lot of slowing down yeah there's Um, a lot of slowing down it's a weird (laughs) it's weird because you got this layer of of action this one pace but then you got you know film elements that are going at a different pace and it's incredibly effective because when they cut back to the second you know, one they go one layer down and then another layer down or whatever, and then back to the bus, and you realize the or the the van, which is mm-hmm. the slowest. It's really effective uh, me- mechanism of you going. All right, that's the clock that's ticking. Right. The rest of this right. stuff yeah. is happening in real time because it needs to, right. but that right there is your clock, and when that clock as runs out, you're hosed. Up. Yeah, yeah, and right. I, and by the way, chicken the bucket. Hold on, I got to play this real quick. Where is it? Uh, I can't find it. Oh, get up here and grab a bucket. Chicken the bucket <laughs> is hundred percent, hundred percent the driver, or the Indian dude. Where did he go? Oh. What happened to him? Yeah. He's. You see him on the plane, and you see him again in the weird, weird LAX uh, sequence. Oh yeah, that's the, by the way, heist. The, yeah. yeah, the the that sequence it bugs me because it it does lend some credence to the idea that he's still in a dream reality. Uh, right. It's so dreamy. It's so slow. It's so weird that uh, you get your luggage before you exit the secure area. I've not, that's not how. But it has that work. incredible <laughs> song, that incredible song from that soundtrack called "Time," which is Hans Zimmer's for sure crowning achievement. But, so but good. like every person that's important to Cobb is standing there, kind of looking at him, cool. You know, it's just like that. That sequence is is bizarre. But you're the uh, uh, Yusuf is in there. He, and he's also still in the in the first class cabin in the plane when we look around. Yeah. Uh, my my chick in the bucket is the kid from the beginning, the the one who uh, is sitting on the train with Ken Watanabe. Uh, before, oh, yeah, you know, yeah. Like, there, oh there's a, yeah. There's a guy, <laughs> and he's part of Cobb's crew. Yeah. And he's just on a train. The rest of the movie, he's just sitting but on a what train. About, well, what no, about the original architect? The, don't they throw him? Yeah, that's the guy, right? The, the guy no. they threw off the roof in Tokyo? No, they didn't They didn't throw him off the roof. I, think talking, they, you know, I don't think I think they did. We just didn't see it. Well, that's the thing. Were, that makes it the chick in the bucket. Yeah. No, no, no. Because we never we're saw talking different, about different guy. Two different guys. Yeah, we are. Yeah, we're talking about the original kid. Yeah. Yeah, the original architect is... No Time for Love, Dr. Jones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. The original architect is a guy they have to fire because he makes mistakes around Saito's love nest right, right? Okay. so he's not good enough mm, I'm talking nest. about when they come when they pop back out to reality there's a kid running the juice box yeah and, he's got the comic book at the end he's reading oh yeah. right 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 okay. and I'm saying yeah. it's the ultimate chicken a bucket because he just sits there he's just his job is to sit on that train <laughs> we never see him again <laughs> it's perfect yeah it's uh he is a, he's the definition of a chicken a bucket I, I will mm-hmm. I will concede your point I think he's the guy but but yeah, like there's uh, other than that though. Like one of the notable things about the movie is they don't leave a lot of loose ends and plot oh. holes. They do have uh, the plot some of the, some, the ones that are the biggest plot holes or potentially again they're they are brave enough to just have you accept it at face value. Here's the box. It does the thing it does. Accept it. Once you mm-hmm. do that, then it's like the rest of the rules fall in place. And I think that's good filmmaking. Like that's hard to do. Most yeah, movies yeah. get lazy about it. I think this movie you could even argue, well, isn't it lazy to just have a box that does all the magical stuff? Maybe, but you got to go somewhere, and you and you can't yeah. spend an hour setting up that damn box. Like, get right to yeah, the we meat already, of it. We're already a two and a half hour movie. I wouldn't. I would not want even one more minute spent on that box because anything they say is going to absolutely be wrong. Right. Like, why? Why not just have? I don't know what it would be like in the movie. It, it's like 
It's like if you did a movie today and you spent too much time explaining a cell phone or something. Like, just use just use the cell phone. Like, it It'd does be the like thing. If right. you had the force and it was a mystical power, and then suddenly you tried to scientifically explain it. Yeah, don't, try to tell everybody about metachlorines. Exactly. That was a mistake. Right. That's bad filmmaking. Bad George Lucas. Bad, bad, bad. Holy cow. I just realized, well, I just realized, saw in the notes that that kid, the original architect, a uh, roof kid, I think he's still throughout the roof, was Lucas roof Haas kid. from uh, Witness. Oh, yes. what? That's the, yes. That's him? That's him. Shut no, up. Didn't throw the kid off the roof. Oh, that's amazing. No, 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 not the, the kid, the first architect, the architect. Yeah, the first. Ar- yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah. that was Lucas Haas. Yeah. Well, we assume they, they were walking toward the stairs, though. I don't think uh, they, they, they were walking yeah. towards the stairs. They were walking no, towards the stairs. And so he said, I, said, I don't know. Was that, that he was going to deal with him uh, his own no, way. The company, the company would, the company was going to deal with him, not not him. Yeah, he said, I'm not doing it, but I can't speak for whatever corp. Whatever. So I was exactly. I was waiting for Inception Two to come out. Splat. Uh, my favorite. My favorite. <laughs> wake up from that. Yeah, wake up, sheeple. <laughs> my favorite minor role in this film is Tallulah Riley as a in dream, in universe, uh, like prostitute. So <laughs> it's in the first layer. No, I'm yeah. sorry. It's in the second layer. Mm. They they right. find Killian Hotel Murphy layer. sitting yeah. at a bar, mm-hmm. and Tallulah oh, Riley yeah. is chatting him up, and yeah. then she walks off. Yeah. Yeah. She goes to an elevator. Yeah, uh, and she's he, really Tom Hardy. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. That that is the is the woman who married Elon Musk twice. If you're not following, I oh, didn't, really? I didn't yeah, know t- that. Yeah, twice. Tallul- <laughs> right. Elon Musk married Tallulah Riley. They got divorced a few years later. They got married again. Tallulah. They got divorced again. They they have that is that that is Elon Musk's twice wife. You can, you can <laughs> twice wife. That's twice a wife. West. I liked her so much. I, I married Scott her Johnson's a second time. Perfect yeah. woman. She's she's uh, both pretty and she's really Tom Hardy. Yeah, no <laughs> right, right. That's hilarious. She's uh, uh, she's Angela on uh, Westworld. She's very good. She's weird looking though. She's a weird looking lady. Something about her. Yeah, she is. But that's what we need. Are really far apart. Yeah. And once again, I'm going to go with the word unique. Yeah. Yes. And, yeah. yeah. There and you I go. Just wanna, Good job. And I just like I want to give Tom Berenger and Christopher Nolan a huge amount of credit for this thing that happens in the middle of the movie more than once, where Tom Berenger as Browning is also acting as though he's Tom Hardy as Eames as Browning. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, because Tom Berenger somehow seems like he's a little bit like Tom yeah. Hardy, yep. and I don't understand how he's doing that. Yeah. It's because they're both Tom. Yeah, they're both Tom. Yeah, sure. it was such a weird thing. And also, I think he wins IMDb Photo of the Week this week. Oh, Tom Berenger does with his. He's wearing. Uh, he's wearing his. Uh, his tablecloth. It looks like as a scarf. <laughs> he's like, "Well, it'll be fashionable. You care if I use this off this table here?" Yes. Yeah. By the way, there's a lot a, of Toms in this movie. I need an accessory really quick. I mean, <laughs> there's a Tom he, he Hardy, just, there's a Tom Berenger, and there's a Tom Cobb as a character. There's a lot of Toms in here. Yeah. yeah. The, the, the picture of Tom Berenger on IMDb looks like he's running for prime minister of Israel. <laughs> <laughs> I'll allow it. Um, the the amazing thing about me to me is I, when I think of Tom Berenger, I can only ever think of Major League. Mm. And like oh, he looked yeah. so good in that movie. I would yeah. have that pictures of me from that movie everywhere always. Oh, yeah. It's funny. Yeah. I always yeah. think of someone to watch over me because I saw that movie so much. I, I like Major League. I like uh, um, Platoon, all that. But uh, mm-hmm. for whatever reason, I always connect him with. Uh, uh, playing the bodyguard and someone to watch over me. We need to watch The Substitute at some point because that's the one where he plays oh, a substitute yeah. teacher in the school. Oh, yeah. It's basically in like a really hard. rough school. Well, and... it's basically diehard school. So the school gets taken right. over by a bunch of gangs and he has right. to go into diehard mode and that's fight, fight right. them all. Yeah. It's, it's great. It's great and terrible, but great. 
We should totally watch that. By the way, that was almost not him. That was almost Don Johnson, like seconds away from Don Johnson being that guy. And you can totally see it. I can totally see Don Don Johnson after watching him in Knives Out and a few other things. uh, They're kind of interchangeable. Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. I would have been fine with that. Um, But Don Johnson's resurgence would have to come about 10 years later. So it's fine. Does anyone anyone ever um, shorten any name to Mal? Is that... Yeah, Mal- Malcolm, uh, Mallory. But do we ever call anybody that? You ever go, hey, Mal, hey, Mal. I, I bet if I knew if I knew a Malcolm or a Mallory, I'd probably call him Mal. Hey, Mal. Well, her name was Marion Cotillard. Well, that's, uh, her, in the, that's in the, the actress name. <laughs> yeah. So her name's not Mal. Where'd they get this Mal from? Is it Mallory? Yes, it's Mallory. Yeah, I think it's Mallory or Mallory, maybe. I don't know. So lazy. Just say Mallory. <laughs> there is an Inception uh, wiki. And her page lists her as Mallory Cobb. Is it? And it f- even oh, gives yeah. her a maiden name. Her last name was Miles. Was it? Uh, mm. Is it four? Is it four links deep on the page <laughs> to get to it? You have to. <laughs> you have to keep <laughs> digging down there. Get into web is limbo. I'm looking for. Yeah, it's only you can only spend Bitcoin in web limbo. It's bad down there. I don't want to go in there. Anyway, yeah, no, I, I like her. She's effective. And by the way, her jumping out of that window thing, that scene wow, just gets good. me. And it's a mm-hmm. reminder that uh, DiCaprio really does. He squirms pretty sh- and makes you feel like you got a squirm. Oh yeah, he's, yeah. he's very yeah. good at this. Um, That's amazing. It's easy to, you know, he's he's Mister Handsome, Mister Hollywood guy, whatever. Mister Never Date a Woman Older Than Twenty Four. Yeah, whatever his thing is, but he's 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 very good. Like just sorry, maybe you aged out. Yeah, got my boat. He's just really good. He looks the same. He <laughs> has my door. He hasn't changed in ten years. Also, I just want to put that out there. He looks yeah. exactly the yeah. same to me as he did here. And this was about the time you started going, oh, uh, DiCaprio's a little thicker than we're used to. You know, it's not, mm-hmm. it's not Gilbert's grape anymore. He's uh no, you know, right. it's he a normal reminds man. me. Yeah. Oh, he reminds me of somebody. I can't think of who is, as he ages. Me? No, <laughs> it's just you. <laughs> yes. Just you. like you. Yes. Just like balding you. Balding Leonardo you'd be, DiCaprio. You'd be surprised how many times I get that. Like, uh, oh man, right. I, you know, I, thought, I thought Leonardo DiCaprio is here. No, it's Brian. Oh, hi, Brian. Oh, oh there hi. he is. There he oh, is. Hi there. Get off my boat. This is, by the way, the, sec- <laughs> the second time, <laughs> the second time in uh, Christopher Nolan movie history where he blew up a hospital. There's been two of those. Anyone know the other oh, one? Right. Well, uh, oh, Dark, Dark Knight. Knight. That's Dark right. Knight. That's yeah. right. Famously, because uh, Joker Nurse. Yeah, there was. He was supposed to. It was supposed to blow up before, and then. I guess he improved the thing not working. Oh, really? That yeah. was a, that was an improv scene where he's like pushing jam in the button, like yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, Just one mm-hmm. more oh, reason cool. to mourn the passing of uh, dude. Heath Ledger. Heath Ledger. I got it. Marlon Brando. That's who he reminds me of as he ages. Oh, weird. Oh, interesting. Well, let's hope that's. Oh, that's let's hope it's of. only to a point because Mar- you know, Brando but, but turned TMZ into a giant has... freaking blown up pig after a while. I don't want that. <laughs> but you know. TMZ, my favorite celebrity death news website, sure. uh, and uh, they uh, they 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 have shaded my idea of who Leonardo DiCaprio is. I only can imagine him on a boat. That's the only place I ever see him in he, pictures. He He's looks on a so boat. good in deck shoes on the boat. Yeah, it's like <laughs> he lives on a boat. He does live on a boat, doesn't he? That's Should all he looks the movie like. Is, uh, the Wolf of uh, Lido Net. Yeah, with nothing but t- sub 24 year olds. I, and uh, there, there are a lot of things to be uh, mad at Leonardo DiCaprio about, like outside of his performances. <laughs> like, there's, there's all this, all this stuff. Like, you could just look up lists of, of people screaming about his behavior in, in the real world. But as an actor, I just can't help but love him. Like, yeah, it just it's impossible. Every time I see him in a movie, I'm just like. 
God, he is acting the hell out of this movie. Yeah, it doesn't matter what it is either. Just every everything yeah, he's in yeah. is a step up. Like I don't know how many movies he's been in now that were nominated for Best Picture or he was nominated for Actor or whatever, but it's got to be in the dozens now or dozen at least. And um, right. this was one that was nominated for Best Picture. I don't remember what won in 2010, but Inception uh, was up. Does anyone remember? What was 2010's big um, winner, wiener? I'm looking right Weird. now. That's a very good question. I'd be curious. I'm always so, curious about what beats yeah, the movies. Yeah, you know, I, like. I kind of put Leonardo DiCaprio and his 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 personal life. I kind of give a lot of those people a little bit of a pass. Now, I'm not saying that they deserve one. I'm saying if you have been since a child, you have been in the spotlight and you're surrounded by people who are telling you how awesome you are, and then on the outside of that, as people ragging on you, that really puts your perspective. There's, askew, there's right? also the thing where you have what feels like infinity money and yeah. and so that's going to draw people to you who they they're kind of making a choice to deal with you being bad right. in order to be approximate to your money yeah that's yeah. true and fame that's true King's and speech fame. by the way is what won oh uh, king's speech that's a good movie King's and speech I can't the 2011 about. academy awards for the uh, 2010 in, movies can't talk Inception it was also up social network also up Oh, wow. Inception had eight nominations that year. Mm-hmm. Eight nominations a- for Inception. It won four. It won cinematography, sound mixing, sound editing, and visual effects, as as it should. But I kind of wish that it, it had gotten the uh, award for art direction because there's just like there are so many sets and so many costumes in this film that are subtly perfect, yeah. just perfect. Yeah, I, I I I didn't look up what it what won for art direction. In, in that yeah, award. I'd be curious, but it's it, uh, it, it, everyone. Art direction was uh, yeah. Inception. I mean, I didn't oh, win though. Did no, I? Oh, I'm sorry. It. No, no, I'm sorry. Alice in Wonderland. Uh, oh, oh, oh boo! It's cinematography, sound mixing, visual effects. Boo, boo. No, it all is Alice in Wonderland deserved that. It, boo! I never saw the, it. The other parts of the movie may have sucked, but <laughs> I, never, I never saw. No, the actually, thing. I should. I, I liked it. I liked it. Okay, is it, it is, it, is it worth seeing now? I've never. I never saw it. Um, no. Yeah, you could you could live without it. All right. I hard to believe. I can't believe that was ten years ago. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. The, the other thing that that bugged me that year was uh, not Inception losing the original score Oscar. That that makes sense to me. But uh, How to Train Your Dragon also didn't win yeah. that year for best so, yeah. original score. Uh, Social Network. Uh, Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross won, which I I think I would defend. I'd say I think that's a fantastic. Mm-hmm. It was good. It was, just, it was just a good year. It was a yeah. tough year. Yeah, yeah. So it was tough, a tough year tough for. Year. Yeah. To yeah, and I want I just I just want to say I freaking love this score. This film has a perfect score. However, it's very repetitive. Mm-hmm. Very mm-hmm. repetitive. Mm-hmm. It's not the kind of score you can listen to for more than about ten minutes I, without I, I think it's like by it's design. Kind of it's by design because it's meant to invoke I mean here here's a taste of time right here. Let me play this. And this just builds and does this pattern as he's walking through the airport. Oh, I freaking love it. It's one of my favorite things oh, ever. But that re- that repetition is fe- feeds into the the you know the construct of the movie. It's like layer the layer idea. The music kind of comes in layers. It comes in beats it's, like that. And it's, it's a good. great scene. It's like uh, the game which we also watched here when Michael Douglas is seeing all the people who he saw in the game like at this mm-hmm. party at the end and it's like oh there's that guy oh there's that guy who's like you know 
doing this to me. And there's this other guy who's chasing and me. You the were there. And you were right. there. And you were there, Am Cowardly I the Lion. <laughs> Weird. Yeah. Another another good comparison, too. Yeah. Has anybody yeah. seen the latest Trans, uh, the latest version of that, the game or whatever it is, what's it? What's it called? The one that just came out. Oh, no, no, no. I didn't know there was I either. Didn't know this like, was a uh, thing. Oh, what is it? What is it called? It's based on the same material. Well, it's based on the same idea, but I don't know if it's the necessarily hunt? the hunt. Yeah, the hunt. They're I hunting people. Not oh, heard of that? I saw this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, I didn't see it, but I heard about this, and it's got Betty Gilpin, who I really like from uh, mm-hmm. Nurse Jackie and Glow. I also like good. current I day. Uh, I like current day. Um, the what's her name? The freaking! I just said her name and I forgot it. Hillary Swank. Hillary, Hillary Swank. Swank. I like Hillary Swank. The Hillary right Swanksies. Um, is it Hillary Swank in that film? Yes. It's funny when you do a search for this. I'm going to put this in in our chat in Discord. But uh, you at home playing can do this as well by going to Google and typing uh, the game Hillary Swank, and then seeing what comes up. You get three video shots all featuring different actors and actresses, but all with giant ropes in their mouth. Wow. <laughs> Weird. Wow, that's an algorithm like I don't, don't want to like know Which is like the big about. scene from the, in the, from the trailer, right? It must be, yeah. It is, so it is. I'll put it here in our Discord. Is that, what is it, what is it called? The <clears throat> gimp thing or whatever it is? What, is it, what do they call those things? It's <laughs> not a gimp. Ball and gag, you mean? Like ball a, and gag, yeah. I don't know. Hey, I don't, I don't play with that stuff. <laughs> whatever, I don't Scott. I a ball. I, there might just be a gag. It might not be a ball. But you get Ebba well, Roberts. What's the point without a ball? You get a mouth, you get a Betty, a Betty Gilpin with a thing in her mouth, and then you get... So, you got Ethan, Ethan Suppley's got one in his mouth. So what's the point of the? <laughs> what, what is the point of the hunt? Is it just like pe- people are the ultimate the prize? Let's go get them. Is that yeah. the thing? Okay. Well, the game was um, at least uh, what's his name kind of getting into a thing he knew what he was getting yeah. into, right? Yeah. Sort of. Well, she is too. She gets into this. They're playing like from the trailer what I've seen so far. It, it it looks like they're pretending like they're hunting people, but they really are hunting people, and that's the rub. Okay. Oh wow! It's Damon Lindelof and Jason Bloom, Bloomhouse oh, together. Oh, Bloomhouse guy. Which is a, yeah, which is a weird Love combo, Bloom. but well, like so that. Bloomhouse really dark occasionally and bloody uh, leftovers. But uh, Bloomhouse hmm. occasionally puts out cool shit. So, they do. They do. Um, they're they're a little uneven, but they they can get the job done if they really put their heads to it. Uh, so is this streaming yet? Oh hunt, right, this is, is that, that controversial oh, one that got comes delayed. Out, uh, March the thirteenth. Yeah, this got okay. delayed to all hell and back because it was so controversial. Um, and I don't know why. There's some political underpinning stuff going on There's, here. Yeah, somebody a paste was comparing it to like uh, conservatives and liberals and something like that. But I have no idea how that translates. Doesn't to... seem like a reason to <laughs> delay something. Mm. No. I don't know. I could see. If, seems if like they, seems like people would want to see that now more right? than ever. Well, I, <laughs> let's check it out. If they thought it would, if it was was going to put audiences off that are sick of talking yeah. about politics, then I could see that. I mean, this is a money choice, not a moral one. So, yeah. but anyway, yeah, that's still. But so that's happening now, right? That's happening. It'd be funny if they made a movie called The Hunt and it starred uh, Bonnie Hunt and Helen Hunt, and um, that would be great. And, you know what? Since you made that up. joke, since you made that joke, I get to make one I, I sat on because I was afraid it was too stupid. I'm going to now make it, okay? <laughs> oh, you've opened the floodgates. You've yeah. lowered the bar. Here's the joke I was going to say. I was going to say when Trent Reznor accepted his Oscar, did they say, uh, we want to award you like an animal? Did they say that to him? Nah, See, there's my, that's geez. the joke I sat on, and probably he was right to do so. I probably should have sat on it. 
anyway. <laughs> no, you should. I, I'm, my right. life is my right. life is better Ritter, for it. Should we? Which joke should we have said on both? <laughs> Neither. Or... I don't know. Yours might have been slightly better. <laughs> wow, I can't even find the hunt in uh, Just Watch to see. But you're saying March, middle of March. March, March thirteenth, uh, okay. twenty twenty is the current. Release date. Oh, hey, check this out. I love this trivia. I forgot to mention this earlier. In an interview with Entertainment Weekly, writer, producer, and director Christopher Nolan explained that he based uh, the roles of Inception uh, and its team similar to roles that are used in filmmaking. Cobb is the director. Arthur is the producer. Mm-hmm. Adrian uh, Adri, a, a, Ariadne, Ariadne mm-hmm. is the production designer. Yeah. Uh, Yames is the actor. Sato is the studio. And Fisher is the audience. Says I'm trying to write a team-based creative process, and I wrote the only one that I know. Says Nolan. That's pretty cool. Right, right. It that makes is sense. really cool. Yeah. I uh, saw one of the. I think the thing that I was looking at that was talking about the Easter egg says that if you take the first letters of the main five, so Dom, Arthur, Eames, Mr. Saito, and Robert Fisher, you get Dream. Mm. But that kind of leaves out. Kind of leaves out Yusuf yeah, and Ariadne. Yeah, it's a little <laughs> that's, bit. Of... That's, that's called digging too deep. <laughs> yeah. That's just you're just right. trying to find something. That's when my yeah. parents believed that ACDC was uh, Antichrist. Yeah, yeah. It's numerology and saying, well, yeah. if you look at just these numbers, then it means something. Yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. you can see mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Uh, this is another cool fact: writer, producer, director Christopher Nolan's first movie since his feature debut, uh, following in 1998. That is completely original work. Uh, all the other movies in between are either remakes or based on comics, novels, or short Sequels, stories. Yeah, yeah. Right. Which huh. is great. And you I know, guess I'd, I'd read this comic book too. If this was a comic book, I'd read it. Oh, heck I like yeah. this. I like this world of exploring dreams. Is it a dream? Is it not? I, I could, Would this I could make watch a good video game? Like where you could, mm, yeah, you could descend Choice. into deeper levels and complete things that, yeah. that need to it, be. It, it absolutely it lends itself to it, right? Because it's choice totally based does. and then puzzle based. Yeah, so, I, I mean, love, you could totally I love the idea that you're two you're two levels in and you you made the mistake of pugging this thing and someone gets killed <laughs> and then they just like log <laughs> off and like, oh, right man, out. now we now we got to get one of these uh one of these mind defenders. What were they called in the uh consciousness? Oh, the subconscious uh right. And we got to get one of these guys. You mean the projection NPC? Yeah, yeah that's my projection. I like that you see it as a rate-based MMO style experience. I think right. that's funny. It totally is. I mean, the way I'd see it is more like control. That game Control that came out yeah, last instead year. Instead of needing like, a tank, a healer, and for, DPS, you need a production designer. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's a bunch of different games. You need a driver, and Yusuf was really bad at that. But you need a, you need uh you need straight up DPS, right? That was Tom Hardy's character. Anytime there was so like hey, I uh, let's shoot a gun. Hold on, I'm gonna get a bigger gun. That guy, you know, oh, yeah. like it's it's every kind of role. Oh yeah, did we all? Right. Uh, I mean, am I the only one that sat around swooning when? He did things because I really love him. You know, I think he's great. He's no, beautiful. was you pretending he's, like you were watching Mad Max? Man, all the time? I love he was him. Particularly beautiful ten years oh, ago. Tom this Hardy. was like this is like Tom Hardy's peak beauty. Like oh, uh, his face. Oh, five, he was all right. Five years later, when he starred in the fantastic film Mad Max Fury Road, he was all right. Uh, I'm thinking of him. I'm <laughs> what is the film you speak of? Blinders. I know. Peaky Blinders. Blinders. Yeah. In Peaky Blinders, Tom Hardy has sores on his face. We've seen he's right. in. So. Well, he's and gnarly. A ginormous thing. beard and a. Hey, yeah. but that's a cool connection. Cillian, uh, Killian, Killian or Cillian? Have we decided? Killian, yeah. Killian, Killian, Killian Murphy, Murphy and uh, and uh, Tom uh, would be in Peaky Blinders together, and then they're in this and, together. And yeah. others. Let's see. I think Ken Watanabe's in there. Um, in Peaky Blinders. I, 
Yeah. Is he? I think oh, really? So. I don't know about that. I think I think be. Pete Postal waits in there at some point. I, why not? I don't he think so. He, I think he died before that. <laughs> I think he died before the first episode. Yeah. Yeah. Good, good job of playing dead, by the way. Fat, well, he mm-hmm. and I think he was almost dead at this point, right? Like I don't I don't mean he was dying, but I mean wow, he was like right, right, close yeah. to his death. And uh, when he was laying there like that, I was like, whoa, too soon, dude, too soon, too soon. Uh, but he okay. So the other big com- uh, combo is. Uh, Tom Hardy and uh, Leo DiCaprio in The Departed, or not The Departed, uh, The Revenant, uh, the, the Bear movie, The Mauling of the Bear movie. Mm-hmm. They were in that together, both nominated oh, for that Oscars. That was so good. That oh, was so good. They were amazing. That, that, that bear scene was phenomenal. And that was just five years later, and uh, good year for Hardy, because he got nominated for that, plus he was in Mad Max Fury Road that year, and that was an amazing movie, as you guys may know. It's really, really good. Ellen L- Page, uh, favorite? Anybody? I like her. Oh, yeah. I like her a lot. She was, I love she her was too. the best Kitty Pride that we ever had in the X Men universe. I, I'm gonna have, so she was the only one. I was trying to think. I actually enjoyed her a lot in Umbrella Academy, which is a TV series oh, yeah. on Netflix. But okay. I think that was some of her best. There was a movie, and I can't remember the name of it, that she did a few years ago where she kidnaps a child molester in his own house hard candy hard candy hard candy and tortures yeah. the crap out of him i haven't yeah. seen that one yet that's yeah. really good but that's boy a, is it a hard uh, movie it's not a light watch no it's good yeah. though yeah. it's really good did you guys ever see did you guys ever see whip it uh the, no. the video no, with levo yes i saw mm-hmm. the video <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the, yeah. Uh, roller derby roller, roller derby yeah yeah was that good Oh, I, it is, it is, uh, I think I'd love to watch it for this. I would it, it has got love enough. to watch it for, yeah, it's so. kind of almost like a cult film somewhat. It's, it's good. Mm. Cult favorite. Like you don't cult mean favorite. like it's a bunch of people. Yeah. Not like, not like they're joining a cult. Just like a cult Kool-Aid. favorite. Right. <laughs> I like that. We all have very different things to say about cults. I said, <laughs> I said, worshiping a goat. Brian says drinking the Kool-Aid, but I don't know what that is. So if we ever have to play taboo or password together, uh, right. cult better not be a word that comes up. because <laughs> not, None of us are going to think the same thing. I just love, I just love the idea that there's a movie out there that stars Ellen Page, Jimmy Fallon, Marsha Gay Harden, and yes. George Michael from Arrested Development. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. There's a, I mean, look, you'd sign me up. That sounds like a good one. We should put it on our list. Oh, and also, wait, no, I... that's not George Michael. That's maybe. Sorry. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Oh, maybe's maybe. In oh, maybe's yeah. in it. Really? Yeah. I didn't yeah. think she did anything else, but maybe. I don't know why. I've never seen her anything else. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> uh, oh, don't forget. You almost forgot Daniel Stern. How dare you? Daniel Stern. Oh, in that film. Okay. <laughs> what? Is Daniel Stern in that? Scoop of chocolate, scoop of vanilla. Don't waste my time. Does he get hit in the head with a with a brick from a little kid in the house? (laughs) Again, I like how we, you know, somebody's name comes up. I go to City Slickers. You go to Home Alone. (laughs) Yeah, that's just funny because I was just thinking City Slickers. By the way. Uh, when Harry Met Sally is on Hulu, oh, no. is that close enough? No. Is that close enough no. for us to hit it? No, we gotta hit it. No, it's a it's a romantic comedy. I can't do it. I can't do it. Have romantic we ever? Comedy. I don't think we've ever done a rom com on Film Sack. Oh, absolutely, we have. have we? But Nora Ephron? I don't know about no, that. No, we have no, never. I mean, I'm done not talking one. about a sci fi movie that's that's secretly a rom com. I'm talking about a rom com that is we just full out. Hey, we're a rom com. Never done a full on rom com on here. No way. I yeah, and that's the first. Prove us wrong, Randy. Prove us wrong. Right. That was the first modern rom-com that I remember when Harry Met Sally. It feels like after that, it it influenced all rom-coms. Oh, it definitely did. And on that level, I guess there is something to say about that. 
but I just right. think that the movie as a it's whole just would just be the three of us doing intros where we fake orgasm. Yeah, so nobody wants that. <laughs> I've already ruled that out. I've already ruled that out for myself. <laughs> you've already right you've already <laughs> yeah. made a mental note that if we ever do I'm it, already, that not, not going to do that one. Okay. Right, won't already be, been done a million times. Won't be part of your intro. I see. <laughs> this is the only Best Picture nominee ever, by the way, that was nominated for Best Visual Effects and Best Picture. This says oh. here. Now I don't. That seems wrong. So to they me. don't. They don't go hand in hand. Then apparently, interesting. Well, that seems wrong to me because if I was to guess, I would say something like, um, you know, some decade earlier, or close to it, uh, Return of the King probably was nominated mm-hmm. for both, right? Or wouldn't right. it have been? Should have been. Like yeah, I, I don't know if that's. This seems incorrect to me that it was the. Oh no, I'm sorry. It was the only one that year. That was dominated no, okay. for both. Okay, okay never mind. Good, good. Yeah, there's can no I, way that could I, be true. But yeah. one last thing on uh, Ellen Page, and then we can move off of Ellen Page <laughs> onto something else. Because this is fascinating <laughs> to me, and it's a kind of a bummer this still doesn't work. But her Wikipedia page, you know, shows all right, born, occupation, years active, spouse, etc. The last thing is website. Her website at the time that her Wikipedia thing was first written was Ellen dot page. Oh, like oh, she no got way. Ellen dot page. Really? Uh, like if your name was frank.com yeah. or frank.com right you'd absolutely get frank.com you'd have to no matter yeah. what, what it would cost you by frank.com or let's we'll see if they still exist though. Yep. it doesn't ellen.page does not oh. did you uh you guys remember that lawsuit she brought up against the uh last of us developers ratner. For... oh i thought it was the ratner again uh, oh i don't know about that. well no no in this case it was um it was uh, her likeness was being well they they claim that her likeness was the likeness oh, yeah. used for the main character of ellie Right, right. Yeah, um, I sense. thought that was the case. That's it was unintentional. I thought, I thought it was her voice too. Well, it? they claimed it was not based on her. Her lawsuit claimed that it absolutely was, and I don't know how it ended oh, up. Yeah, I don't know where that all ended, but uh, apparently that was a that was a thing. But then she was in her own game. What was that game called? Uh, oh, Beyond um, Two Souls. Remember that? Beyond yeah, Two yeah, Souls. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I played that. That was a good game. Yeah, that's where she, she was, played the angsty teenager right yep and she was also mad that was another thing she was she was super pissed about because that movie when she made it she did all the mocap for it and the body double stuff um mm-hmm. as you do for you know video game deals like that but they didn't tell her that one of the scenes she was in she was going to be in a shower and she'd be naked uh naked. but she's not she wasn't naked for the shoot because it's just right. mocap for other stuff. So in the video game, here it is. She's freaking, you know, digital butt naked, and she was like, "Whoa, that's wait right. a minute, that wasn't part of." Kind of like deep faking. That's a know. yeah. That's interesting. It's deep fake. I mean, we probably yeah. didn't have a term for it back when it happened, other than pervert has a computer, right? Uh, but deep right. deep fake, yeah, that's where it's really good. Pervert has a computer is the old way to say it. <laughs> yeah, the way you say it is that we during sure pervert. <laughs> Yeah, in fact, here, okay. I'm going to give you guys a, a link to this so you can see what she oh, was geez. mad about. She was all pissed about this. That's good because I'm tired of looking at uh, Betty Gilpin <laughs> with a, a gag in her mouth. <laughs> it's just funny because you don't think about it, but when your likeness is being used in a way that, you know, it's not ultra realistic yeah. or anything. It's right. a video it's kind, game. It's but, kind of body double, you know. It's Yeah, but it was a PlayStation 3 game, so this would have been what? Uh, I like mm. how she, the, she even just walks around like she's a playstation yeah. 3 character and she walks stupid and then when she goes into the shower she's all like sexy walk sexy walk yeah, sexy this walk. is probably a cutscene. like everything prior yeah. to this was uh jeez <laughs> yeah so now of course, uh, we did of course yeah, i saw little, way too much of, in the in the walking this. simulator uh norma reedus gets pretty naked but i think he wanted that i was like yeah make me naked oh yeah the walking sim i like that you've just titled that game the walking simulator now it's, well, it's no longer death stranding so. Yeah. Guys, oh, I'm Randy, were you gone? Quest. 
I'm back from the quest that Ibit sent me on. Oh, okay. good. The rom Have we ever done a rom-com? Oh, yeah. oh my gosh. So I just looked through every episode of Film Set. It's I just listened to every single episode. <laughs> I, it's unbelievable how many films we've watched. Um, three three really stuck out for me as like rom-com adjacent at the very least. Okay. Uh, 16, 16 Candles, which is has some other stuff. It's coming uh, of age. Next. Yeah. Uh, can't Next. buy me love. Can't buy me love is coming of age. Yeah, Next. Yeah, yeah. Well, then I'm just gonna. I'll just stop there. So uh, we got some clips. <laughs> Could have saved you some time. Come on, we'll keep it with tell you. Tell me what number three nope. was, please. Nope. Oh, come no. on, I want to know three. Oh. Please tell me number That's three it. was like uh, uh, Tango and Cash or something. I want. <laughs> okay, I'll give you that one. Uh, <laughs> Tango and Cash, oh, guys. Can you quit horsing around? And... <laughs> oh, you guys. Ah, uh, you guys. All right, check this out. Uh, a couple more tiny trivias, and then we'll do some clips uh, like this one here. Uh, in an effort to combat confusion, I love this. Tele- television broadcasts in Japan of this show, of this movie, included text in the upper left-hand corner of the screen to remind viewers which level of the dream they oh, were in. Oh, oh, that's so insulting. So let's bring this up, because I, I put this in our film sec discord uh while i was watching the film but there's a great infographic uh, i think it's put up by fast company is the web it's like uh it's weird oh, that it's yeah, on fast yeah. company's yeah. website but it's a great infographic that shows how time is moving through each of the different levels and what's you know the little pictogram showing what's going to each level whose dream it is how they mm. don't go further down the next level it's, it's a really really cool, really cool yeah when you've i couldn't it believe who you found that right that was amazing i yeah. found that yeah that was yeah. a really cool graphic yeah and it also yeah. made me think maybe that maybe i was wrong because maybe at the center of the dream when it starts branching out maybe time starts to move slower ever increasingly out instead of like way i thought of it was like well this level of the time travels at this speed always but maybe it's a little different. Yeah, it made me think so about that, it differently too. It's uh, yeah, it's a, it's really good. I would recommend checking that out. You could probably just do Inception Fast Company, and you'll that's the first thing you'll. Come I up. found it by by searching Inception infographic because I remember seeing this when it first came out, um, and I was like, oh, I'll have to look at that later. I never looked at it, and then it's like, oh yeah, I want to look at that again now that I'm watching the film. I and it even shows you where each of the kicks are with little shoe yeah. icons. Yeah. Oh, what's yeah. You. What so? What would what would be your kick? I mean, all of these are gravity based uh, kicks. It seems like so yeah, they were that... all they were all gravity based kicks, and and I laughed out loud. I laughed out loud when he took one. him when he when he drew yeah. when he was walking him through the hallway all tied up with like cat five cable. I, I was <laughs> laughing. I could I couldn't think of anything funny to say about it, but I kept trying. I was like, oh, I know. how really do you decide? How do you decide who goes butt to face? That, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, uh, <laughs> You put Behringer, you put Behringer's face in whatever butt you feel like putting it in. Were those all? Was that thing? Was that bundle of people? Was that all CGI or was that people that they filmed? By the way, I think those were people. I think they, I think they dangled them on, on yeah, the strings and right CGI yeah. out the strings. I yeah. think so. Too. I will tell you the the, the weightlessness were moving independently. It was really cool. Yeah, was oh, good. that was the weightlessness was amazing. And I, I tried to imagine what they were doing. I was like, oh, I bet right. they. were. I bet they're actually rotating the camera around them, and they're not really moving there them was a, around. No, no, no. no. There's good. like a famous set where they built a hallway, and it, the hallway rotates, so it's like uh, in okay. a big tube. Yeah, tube. And, and, like on a spit. This yeah. huge room. 
Mm-hmm. And I love that. I love that. That I want to say that Joseph Gordon-Levitt had the most fun making this oh. movie over over everybody. He also yeah. he, he also claims he does most of the stunts as well. Like he he didn't have a stand in a lot. Sure. So that guy. God, was, he was. It was, seems like five years ago we were seeing Joseph Gordon-Levitt doing everything. Like he was doing a big web series and doing TV oh, shows and mm-hmm. doing Looper. sorts of stuff. And I don't and know. Then, yeah, gotten kind of quiet. Gotten kind of quiet. Uh, maybe maybe Looper. Maybe somebody shot you his living off the Looper. Money? Died in Looper. Oh, I love. No, Looper. they just don't Dude, want to tell us. Looper was great. I like. I know Brian no, has it? issues with the time travel part. I have I issues with Looper. the time travel. I liked everything else about it, but I do have issues with the time travel. Let's see, Joseph. Let's just see uh, what he he's played, up to. He played Edward Snowden, didn't he? Yeah, mm-hmm. but no one but cared. Again, that was still like five or six years ago, or ten years ago, maybe. Joden. 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 Gorbin. Gorbadirbit. Um, oh, he's in all sorts of stuff, but stuff you haven't heard. Of. Oh no, he was in. He was in Knives Out. He was Detective Hard Rock's voice. Yeah, um, that's it. That that's not the same. Voice. He was in. Uh, he also, uh, he also did a voice in uh, Last Jedi. Yeah, Snowden Slow was. Low. Snowden was 2016. <laughs> by the way. <laughs> Slow His and low, character in Star Wars Last Jedi was called oh, Slow and Low. Yeah. I love that name. 20, 2016 for the Snowden movie, by the way. Yeah. What? It's been what a while. Straight out of Oz. What the crap is this? 2016? I, I don't know. Never heard of it. What He's is, the wizard. I haven't either. What is this even? Yeah. It looks like a straight out of Compton. Uh, yeah. Like. Todrick Hall presents. Never even heard the of The last it. big thing either. he did was a, a, a Sin City, a Dame to Kill for, which was not good. Know. But I wonder if he's doing Broadway stuff. Did I don't know. I don't hit know. Broadway for a while? Busy boy. Maybe, maybe he's just, maybe mm-hmm. he got a little tired of all this. He's like, you know what? I don't blame him. Going back Getting to, th- I'm going to go watch Third Rock from the Sun reruns, he said to himself. <laughs> mm-hmm. Back when my hair was gorgeous. Oh, he had beautiful, gorgeous. beautiful long locks of 90s hair. It was good stuff. Mm-hmm. Hey, you guys remember this sound? Hold on. See if it'll play here. This was famous 10 years ago for Inception. Remember that? That was like oh, the yeah. big uh, yeah. the big thing they would do. That makes me wanna... the, got the air horn. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, a couple more pieces of trivia, and then we'll do clips. Uh, here's, a, here's a good one. Let's see. Where'd it go? Lost it. Oh, despite uh, prominent billing, Sir Michael Caine only had three minutes of screen time total. So that was just like a stunt casting for, hey, he's in other Nolan movies. Let's put him in this one. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, and here's my favorite trivia of all. The running time for the movie on DVD is exactly eight thousand eight hundred and eighty eight seconds. Eight, 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 eight. I don't know what it means. But... Crazy. Put the. Put the uh in trivia. Yeah, yeah right. Like, uh, <laughs> what does it mean? What does it mean? What does it mean? Interesting. Explain it to me. Most is it water? Tri- <laughs> most trivial fact I've ever heard about a movie. Yeah. It's uh, just a bunch of infinities. <laughs> uh, I wrote a note here that's, oh, I put I put poor Wantanabe always hurting and getting shot all the time. I guess he was good. Oh, he yeah. Was, yeah. Was almost the butt monkey of this movie. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so... <laughs> almost almost uh, uh cob is, is also a <laughs> butt monkey, butt monkey? Mm-hmm. Yeah. we've mm-hmm. talked about it before surely have we oh surely i don't know if monkey. i recognize that term i like it I, have, I like it. i think i think i remember randy mentioning this but was it here i'm into it whatever it is i, I don't even know what it means and i yeah. love it so more yeah butt it's monkey. a it's a character to get, get that gets put through hell like it mm-hmm. you know someone okay. who takes a lot of a lot of uh, abuse and damage Wow. So OJ Simpson is the butt monkey of police squad? (laughs) Kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, That's a pretty good example. (laughs) 
<laughs> he is the butt mouth. Okay, now I get it. That, I, okay, this is good. This is, should be like the butt. Okay, so they're the butt of the jokes, or they're the yeah, yeah. Okay, they're the, right. they get screwed. They're getting hurt all the time. You know what? I wonder if it's Nolan's way of saying producers drive me crazy. They're a pain in the butt because he's oh, like yeah. the producer type, and right. he, and they're always around too much, and they get too involved, and then they get themselves messed up, and they shouldn't be here, and you know, like. <laughs> Here's a, here's a brief oh. example from Inception. Uh, there's a sequence where they're testing different kicks, and Arthur keeps getting pushed over or dropped or knocked <laughs> yeah. down. Yeah, which is great. Like he's he's it, for that brief time, he's he's a butt monkey. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's I love it because it's a montage almost. It's like okay, here we go. That was a montage. The whole thing was. Yeah, I mean, I like that. Do it. Woo. Yeah. Woo. I think Woo. Nolan does good good use of the montage trope. Because mm-hmm. usually you can go overboard with those, and he he knows how to do it. My my mind kept wanting to tie or or to minify uh, Sato and make him like a personality in Cobb's mind for some reason. I just I felt like there were two. I felt like Sato was a, such a two dimensional character in the story where everybody else felt like they maybe had a little more range. Mm. It felt like he always was at the command of Cobb. Well, like he's a little his, bit of a his, MacGuffin, right? Because yeah. you think he's a villain at first, and then right. later on, he still sort of is a villain, but now you're kind of having to work with the villain and for the villain to get a worse villain, at least you think it he, is. And then He seemed the, like he would know stuff that only Cobb would know, yeah. and he was for putting sure. that towards Sato. So I, 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 I felt like I was maybe going down the wrong path, but it felt that way occasionally. Yeah. Speaking of... MacGuffin. of convoluted tropes did it did, does anybody ever look at look for at these movies for the batman gambit yeah anyone no. batman gambit what's the batman gambit explain that's run that's the gambit. a trope that's a trope where you do exactly what they would expect you to do mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. in this movie it's uh telling the mark that he's in a dream and yeah. you're the one who's there to help him yeah yeah I, uh, mm-hmm. it's just it's just amazing that a batman gambit was in a Christopher Nolan movie right. that wasn't Batman. <laughs> but you have to have that with a heist movie, right? I mean, you have to do that. Sure, I guess. Yeah. I'd I love it. It's another good re- By the way, I'm glad you reminded me of this, but this is a good reminder. They're sandwiched between the Batman movies or some of my favorite movies, uh, and Nolan movies in particular. So before Batman, or right after Batman Begins, he does The Prestige. Amazing film. Love it. Mm-hmm. Uh, also the best uh, Batman versus Wolverine movie you're ever going to get. And then... You got uh, uh, the Batman, you know, you got the next Batman movie. And then between that and the third one, you get this thing. You get Inception. And then you got another Batman. And then after that, you got, uh, oh, what did he do next? It's not, we're not all the way, it's not all the way to Dunkirk, is it? That can't be right. Gosh, no. Oh, no, it's uh, uh, Interstellar. That's the other, that's the one I'm thinking of, right? Interstellar? No, maybe. So, yeah, it's like three or four years ago. I I love Interstellar, though. I, I do. I'm I don't a big like. Fan. I don't like loving it. It's, it's I think a weird I need to watch movie. it again because I don't remember really I enjoying re- it. I really um, like it. It's good, but but I might not have been in the right headspace for it or something. I don't know. This is uh, Team John Selux because <laughs> I'm a big. Well, we fan. don't know how uh, how does how does Brian Dunaway feel about it. Yeah, how do you feel, Dunaway? Is there symbolo- sim- symbology to the water? I'm gonna I'm gonna take the Randy. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna take the Randy. <laughs> They're just gonna take the Randy. You're just gonna take yeah, the, the Randy. The, I'm gonna start calling everything. Where hey, I got a I got a question for you. I'm gonna take the fifth or AKA 
The Randy. The Randy. Give the Randy. Okay. That's the Randy answer. I like it. it, What's weird is I just provided an answer, which was that I like this movie, but I don't like liking it. Like, there's something about it that bugs me. It feels like cognitive dissonance to like it. And I, I think it's funny. Like that's a that's an actual answer. All right, gun gun to your head. If someone that. says to you, you can only watch one of these two uh, space movies, Interstellar right. or The Martian, which one do you pick? Right. I don't oh. know the answer. I'm going with Randy. I don't. That's the oh, answer. We, right now, I'd pick The Martian. But I think if I saw uh, Interstellar again, I might change my mind. But right now, I'm I'd definitely, really I'm definitely like going The Martian. I think though, I'd still pick The question. Martian. Yeah, The Martian's great. Yeah, The Martian's amazing. Mm-hmm. Such a good I, movie. I, uh, these are all movies I've seen before, but and, I would like to add in. And Matt Damon's less of a wanna... dick in uh, Martian. <laughs> okay, sorry, Randy. Well, that's because he's by himself. Go ahead. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Randy. I just wanted to add in the <laughs> uh, the movie Arrival because I want to watch it again. Uh, it's a great movie. Arrival more than once. It's so good, yeah. dude. Vanilla Villeneuve is my new hero. Uh, Dune is this year, and uh, apparently pre-screening early footage stuff shown to a very select few people were losing their minds. They were so stoked about what they saw. So uh, that guy is my guy now. He's my dude. I want him to make more movies. Move over Nolan. Move over everybody else. Let de- de- let Denise Villeneuve have his way with the world and uh, give you better movies. That's his job. Better movies. So, All right. So I just want to I want to be clear. He's making a Dune movie and a Dune TV series. Yes. Uh, there. So the talk is once the movie's done, he will be executive producing that show as an extension of the universe and they'll continue on. Oh, so yes, that is supposed to happen. Mm-hmm. Whether it happens or not, I don't know, but the movie is well, I mean, principal photography's done. It's they're all in effects time and stuff. And that'll be out this year. I forget what the release date is, but man, I, this is the most excited I've been about a movie in a very long time. And I love, maybe as I'm as excited about this as I was Blade Runner, and I ended up loving that. I, Blade, Blade Runner sequel is one of my favorite things. And ever, so. also going all the way back to the beginning of this episode, I guess I need to get around to watching Sicario. Yeah. Oh, Sicario oh is so good. It's so good. It's so the movie. Good. I've not seen any of the Netflix uh, series yet. Wait, mm-hmm. is there a Sicario Netflix series? Or am I thinking? What's the? Oh, maybe I'm, I'm thinking of something Netflix. else. Oh, you're thinking Sicario. of Narcos. There's a, now there's a sequel. You're, but no, it wasn't wasn't the same. Narcos. Right. Narcos. Narcos. Yeah. Oh, Narcos. Okay. Yeah, totally different thing. Uh, Sicario is rad because Sicario yeah. is not uh, it, it's like hey that guy doesn't just do science fiction it turns out he does like hard hitting cool espionage military uh-huh. thing and it's very good mm-hmm. oh Brandy you'll love that movie <laughs> oh okay. Randy guaranteed oh Randy take yeah. it Sicario is awesome <laughs> it's so awesome oh, I make you want to watch it again now I may do that I may watch it this weekend Sicario is great <laughs> All right. That's excellent. That's I will. Film. I will watch that. And if you haven't ever seen uh, Dallas Buyers Club, you're uh, required mm, also, to watch that. It also is a good movie. Netflix. Also very good. Yeah, mm-hmm. I love that mm-hmm. movie. Mm-hmm. I feel like I've seen. There's so many movies I've seen, and I just think so fondly of. But then every once in a while, someone will remind me. And it's like, oh yeah, you never saw. Um, I don't know. Annihilation. Uh, wait, Annihilation. Oh, I did see Annihilation. That's I loved Annihilation. Perfect. That was great. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That was really cool. That movie. Oh, also, also, uh, Dennis Villeneuve has a movie on Netflix. It is called Enemy, and it stars Jake Gyllenhaal. Oh, I even heard of that. Mm. How'd they know he was my enemy? Spot right? on. Yeah. <laughs> enemy mine. Get it? Let's talk about keeping your hair. Keeps makes easy and affordable hair loss treatment for men. All right? That's all you need to know. No, you need to know a few more things. Losing hair sucks. 
two out of three guys will experience hair loss by the time they're 35. Plenty of my friends losing their hair. Luckily, thanks to today's advancements in science, Keeps offers proven treatments that can help treat the symptoms of hair loss and keep you from losing the hair you have. You want to keep that hair? Keep it. The sooner you start using Keeps, the more hair you will save. So act fast. Many men even experience their regrowth with Keeps treatments. To get started, all you have to do is go to Keeps' website online to get your medical attention and discreet drug delivery from the comfort and privacy of your own home. No more going to the doctor's office. No more waiting in lines. Keeps offers their products at half the cost of your local pharmacy. You don't have to go broke to avoid going bald. Keeps treatments start at just 10 bucks a month. All right, here's what we want you to do. Take action and prevent hair loss. To do that, get your first month of treatment for free by going to keeps.com slash filmsack. That's K-E-E-P-S dot com slash filmsack for your first month of treatment for free. Take action today. Kick baldness in the face. Do it. All right. Mm. Uh, film, uh, the, uh, uh, clips. Let's do clips now. Here's okay. where we do clips. And uh, I've got some clips for you, boy, howdy. Check this out. Um, <laughs> boy, howdy. Boy, howdy. Boy, howdy. It's not a ton because the movie's not one of those kind of movies, but... It's uh, a few. So here's uh, something with an envelope. Now the envelope, Mr. Cobb. I just like hearing Now him. the envelope. He's, he's great. Uh, hold that all about it's villainous. hard to understand a lot of his English. Yeah, his, he's it's got hard, a really thick okay. Japanese accent. Yeah. It works. But that's English is not his first language, no, is it? It's, it's okay. I'm just saying right. there were times in this film where I was like, what did you just say? Yeah. What did that guy? That's a Ken well, Watanabe I did, thing. I did, I did have the closed captions on. Hmm myself so I he so he's in the the batman begins so other nolan movie and then um where he was the fake uh raz al ghul and then yeah. uh mm-hmm. and then later or no before all this we knew him from that tom cruise uh samurai movie what was that called the last samurai or this mm-hmm. yep. that was called that. he was great in that yeah i could watch that guy Open envelopes yeah. like this envelope. Now the envelope, Mr. Cobb. <laughs> All right, here's a. I got a clip. I got a archival clip from the 1980s. Here, uh, the label says statement from Brian Ibbett's date after prom. <laughs> so this must have come from your mom. I don't know for sure, but um, sure. I'm gonna play it and uh, let's see what your date had to say right after. This is right after you dropped her off. Okay, so here you go. Okay. I didn't know he was gonna rub his damn cheek on it. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, you rubbing your she cheek had a really on her gruff voice, <laughs> right? So that was the witness kid who said that. That was the witness kid, Lucas Haas. Yeah, it's crazy yeah. to me. Mm-hmm. I love that little factoid. Mm-hmm. Have you seen Harrison Ford? Um, here's we <laughs> we didn't get a lot out of Michael Caine, but he did say this. Come back to reality, Tom. Come back to reality. Reality. Really wildly underused, Michael Caine. Yeah, mm-hmm. way underused. Yeah, I like seeing him, but. Yeah, he's he three minutes of total screen time. It wasn't a lot. It was mostly in that class where he was sitting there. All right, here's uh, always like this. Oh, I, I wrote this down. I always liked this exchange between these two characters. Here you go. How could I ever acquire enough detail to make them think that it's reality? Well, dreams, they feel real while we're in them, right? It's only when we wake up that we realize something was actually strange. It's so true, man. Mm-hmm. That's another thing the movie does really well. It plays on all of our common experience with how weird dreams can be. 
and it does a great job of reminding you how weird they can be or how when you're in them they seem fine but then as soon as you get out like it seemed that dream i had years ago about brian Ibbett's severed head on a chair <laughs> oh my like it seemed normal yeah. in the dream it's like oh okay this is a thing that's actually happening and then you wake up and you go no that none of that happened like and all yet. praise all <laughs> praise to this movie yeah for not uh overloading the entire film with people waking up gasping and frightened no they just mm-hmm. did a lot of so, just wake up you know yeah no oh my god it was only a dream i guess you get that only once when Cobb is in the um yeah the opium right. den equivalent with the yeah yeah and yeah. it's because all the rest of the drugs were like uh you were waking up out of a drug sleep right right when when they would wake up out of dreams in in the other layers that was cool because they because they've been through this before like joseph gordon levitt mm-hmm. would just open his eyes move on like all right i'm up I'm, I'm moving on to this next thing okay open your eyes again move on like i like that there was a real efficiency <laughs> to the way that they traveled through those dreams it was good all right here's uh oh i wrote she's a real spitfire in this i, I, I don't know if if you can't see what's going on or if you just don't want to Cobb has some serious problems that he's tried to bury down there, and I'm not about to just open my mind to someone like that. She's pretty good for a Canadian actress. Mm-hmm. Jeez. Mm-hmm. It's not bad. If you guys ever want to be weirded out, go watch a very early season one episode of The Trailer Park Boys from mm-hmm. uh, Canadian mm-hmm. television, and uh, she is like 12, and it makes a oh, wow. couple episode appearance in it. Yeah, It's weird. Very weird. I love Trailer Park Boys, and I love Trailer Park Boys for the simple fact that these guys are low, low-grade criminals, and every season it finally all catches up to them, and they all go to jail, and then the next season starts with them all getting out of jail. I love that. Yeah, so it's a weird thing because that show is just full of obscenities. It's full of, you know, it's a docu- mockumentary, documentary-style made show. Um, it, it's, you know, it's never for kids, that sort of thing. But I, one of the reasons I like it so much and I watch it over and over is there is a weird heart to it. It's hard to explain. Oh, it's, a, it's the same thing with Letterkenny. Letterkenny is so rough. Yeah. Rough. It is, but, but there's something this, there. It's got this sweet beating heart in there somewhere. Yeah, it's a really weird thing. I don't know if that's just Canadian comedy. Like raunchy Canadian comedy has this heart at the center of it. But it, it's, to me, it's, it's this like palpable part of that. Of those shows. And letter, you're right, Letter Candy is the same thing. Uh, very different show, the, uh, but similar. The, can, the Canadian TV channel, by the way, was Showcase. Gotcha. That was the, the network, and I like that name, Showcase. Showcase. Welcome yeah. to the Showcase channel. channel. It sounds like after 11, they might have some, uh, you know. <laughs> some nudie bits. Yeah. <laughs> yes, they are. They were known for that. Yeah, yeah makes sense to me. All right, uh, your boy speaks. Listen, if you're going to perform Inception, you need imagination. All right, I just had to get old Tom Hardy in there. He's uh, he's great. All right, this guy is great also. They come to be woken up. The dream has become the reality. <laughs> Who are you to say otherwise, huh? He could be my ASMR guy. I could listen mm-hmm, to that guy mm-hmm. talk all day. They come here to fall asleep and to it's wake so up random from the too. thing. Like, yeah. like what, what was the point of all of that? Except someone started with, I have this beautiful storyboard of a bunch of people in a uh, opium den, basically. Mm-hmm. And like, oh, okay, we're going to shoot that. It's all dark and like wispy. I think the concept was like this, this device and this technology like drugs um can you can get so far into it that your life just completely turned upside down and now you need it to even feel normal that's how i, I that's mm-hmm. the impression i got was that yeah. that was going yeah. on what's interesting is it 
it was never clear whether the rest of the world was aware of this stuff. Um, you'd think the multi-billion dollar companies like Killian Murphy's right. No, this fathers, is this is Illuminati stuff, right? This is this I guess is high so. level outside of the norm. I guess so, but there's this big opium den in the middle of Morocco or whatever the hell it was, and they're just right. But those people are woke. You can't <laughs> yeah, you can't no, be woke I, like that in the U.S. <laughs> I again don't think about this too much. Like there's a huge huge secret that everybody knows, but somehow it's still a secret. Yeah. Don't think about it. Yeah. Don't think about it. Um, also, you know what I really liked? It reminded me of Get Out a little bit, but when your dream would start to become oh, yeah. aware that you were there and they would all everything would stop and look at you, man, that's creepy. Oh, yeah. They did that in The Matrix, too. It's very effective. Oh, yeah, The Matrix had that. That's right. Yeah. Oh, the Matrix is so good. Uh, you guys, how are you feeling about 4? You think you're going to pull it off or you think it's going to be a nightmare? <sighs> Could not care less. I care. <laughs> I care. I just, if, I don't if know. If there's a way that they could... Uh, Superman to it and make yeah. make this movie the fourth movie take place right. before Matrix two and three. Already gone, right? He's two or is that three? Well, didn't didn't uh, one of the Superman movies basically kind of just pick up after yeah, Superman two? Yeah, uh, yes. So Superman three and four are not considered canon, and it was the right. Eli or it was not Eli Roth the. Uh, um, a Ralph Brandon Ralph one that Brandon supposedly Ralph. picked yes, right, right up where so that Brandon left Returns off, or whatever. but that was a bad yeah. movie. <laughs> so it was, but it was better than three and four. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> and I think, and I really like Brandon Ralph as Superman. I feel like he's. I can't believe you'd call any great. Superman movie where he tries to get rid of all the nuclear weapons a bad movie. I don't know. Oh, okay, I don't, dude, that, I don't, know who, I don't even know who movie, you are right now. That movie was oh. so shitty. How long yeah. ago, we did that? Like what? Five years ago? But man, what a piece of poopy! Like, yeah, I love. The, um, I love that we instantly jumped from a Keanu Reeves franchise to a Christopher Reeve <laughs> franchise. Mm-hmm. I, I really enjoy that a lot. That's what level are we on now, Randy? I'm just I, I'm just like hurry up and give me another John Wick. I, I don't need this Matrix not. they they let me down so hard with the third movie that I just like just well, I got good news for you. The third John Wick or with the third Matrix. Third Matrix. Here, here's oh, okay. here's the, the second good news. one didn't let you down. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, but bad. it had I feel to, like they right? let me down equally. Yeah, okay. they're both bad. But here's what here's what I would uh, remind you of. This is the good news. Uh, I I come here bearing the good news. John Wick three uh, four and the Matrix four are launching the exact same day uh, when those two movies come out because that's a weird thing to do. They've decided to They're market gonna that. They're going to call that the Wickening. Yeah, yeah. the Keanu, Keanu Reeves Day. I don't know. Wittrix, yeah. The Wittrix. <laughs> Scott, you know that'll get changed. I mean, they may, but they were they were making a big deal out of it. The studio was. They were like, yeah. We're well, either something's going to happen or I get a double feature to watch that day. That's what I'm mm-hmm. saying. See, that's what they're hoping. Mm-hmm. People are just going to go out and get all mm-hmm. the Keanu Reeves they can stand, you know? Mm-hmm. Which might be too. That might be too much. Right, which might be shorter than they think. Yeah, might be. I guess we'll find out. All right. What do you watch first? Uh, oh, what in what order would you watch that? I would watch John Wick four first, and then the yep. Matrix thing. So that, that if, if I, I am, fall asleep in Matrix, I, I'm not going to miss anything. Right. Agreed. Or if it's if it's disappointing, you you at least have your earlier memory of a cool movie. Hopefully. Right. I mean, exactly. one, John Wick three is you, good, but not as good as two and one and two. And so I'm a little worried about John Wick four, to be honest. But we'll see. Right. We'll see. I think we leave John Wick and be like, oh, that was fun. I had a lot of fun. It was action. I can let it go now. I can move on with the Matrix four is probably going to make us have a lot of questions. Yeah. I, all I want with John Wick four is where the hell is common? He made he survived. Right. He's in that train. Let's get common back in here, man. That guy's cool. <laughs> Any guy named common should be in your movie again. All right. I want the I want the Jason Manzukis John Wick four. 
Oh, <laughs> that's a good uh, it's see. Called, it's called it's called Wick and the Tick. <laughs> did, you, did you see that? Yeah. No, is this a no. thing? Is this a thing? Mansukas has this whole bit where he goes on about how John Wick Chapter Four is going to be called Wick and the Tick, and it's going to be about John Wick and the TikTok man getting into hijinks. Wow. And at the end of the film, he kills John Wick, and then the fifth film has to be called TikTok Man Chronicles. Wow. <laughs> uh, That's I fantastic. That. That's fantastic. All right. If you had a brother named Richard, it would be Dick Wick. All right, moving on. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. R- R- this is all Ibbett's fault. He lowered the bar <laughs> earlier, and now just everything is just flooding like, in. No dad Flood- jokes left behind, yeah. basically. <laughs> Brian saw that, saw that big bar, that big joke bar, and went... Usually you're the level up by which we know better. Thanks a lot, Ibbett. That's all right. Sometimes sometimes even I need a little breather from highbrow humor. All right, here's the third rock from the sun, kid. So once we've made the plant, how do we get out? I'm hoping you have something more elegant in mind than shooting me in the head. A kick. Oh, a kick. You know, the kicks kick. work. You need a kick. Yeah, kicks. Uh, mom likes kicks for what kicks have got. And... Yeah, we needed we needed kicks over just deaths because we were using a drug too strong for this. Yeah, like mm-hmm. the this, that should that I'm sure that's a trope. Yeah, like the, for this one, yeah. the drug is too strong. Mm-hmm. But we're gonna yeah. take. Yeah, okay. doing it anyway. Here's a. Uh, I didn't get any Behringer in here, so here's him. I couldn't let you rise to your father's last taunt. Taunt. Flute. Taunty. It's like the flute. All right. Uh, well done there, Clips. You've done it. Uh, time now for us to do this. Film sack checklist goes like this Dream Rain sucks. Uh, check mm. dream train sucks check mm-hmm. best mm. way to tie up your friends is a roll of cat five check <laughs> <laughs> i did love that that was really good um uh, star trek connection there are a number of them and the one we'll start with is tom hardy uh he was in this movie plays shinzon in the nemesis film uh he was also seen in the movie as jean-luc picard in a still photograph during that character's tenure oh, at starfleet academy which is pretty cool yeah yeah. Uh, by the way, wasn't gonna say I was gonna say something about that, and it was what it was nothing. I got, now I don't remember hmm. what I was gonna say. Oh, fine, what is even important? I forgot. Saving it that for be. your other podcast. Fine, don't mm-hmm. use it here. Yeah, it'll be TMS. You'll be it'll be you and me. So it'll be fine. <laughs> uh, Tim Kelleher, he played the Thin Man in uh, TNG. Played um, Lieutenant Gaines in All Good Things in uh, Voyager. Played Four of Nine, an episode called Survival Instinct. I assume that was a Borg of some sort. Uh, yeah. Voyager. So not as attractive as seven is nine. Yeah, right? no it's, kidding. It's four of nine. By the way, I want a quick a quick shout out to uh, the Picard show this week. Picard, Star Trek Picard. I wanted to say this about it. It wasn't. A, it was kind of a not the best episode. It was all right. I haven't seen the most recent episodes. So I won't no spoil it. I won't spoil anything. But there is a music moment that I just de- just delighted me, and I was and I kind of okay. almost well. I, I did spoil it for Ribbit before he'd seen it, but now that you've well, seen no, it, no, Ibbit, I, can, I can I can ignore that. Go ahead. Now that you saw it, Ibbit, it was good, right? That little moment of. Uh, Voyager music. Oh you know, yeah, part I'm talking. No, about? I haven't seen that yet. I have not seen that. Oh, yet. you still, still haven't seen it. it. Oh no, I was going to watch it last night, but we went to the concert and didn't get into the concert. Oh, that, <laughs> so we went I to cannot, the concert and didn't get. Into I the concert. can't wait concert. for that story. That sounds like a good, a good waste oh, of a Friday it was a night. Very angry Friday night yeah. at Ibbett's house. Your, t- your, <laughs> your tweet sounded like an angry like, Friday night at Ibbett's house. I could hear like the anger in your tweet. You sounded pissed. Talking to nobody. No, we were watching Inception when you texted me about that, and. 
uh, and that took up the whole night. And then, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I still haven't watched it, but I don't feel like that's a spoiler. No worries, you'll like it. Uh, just wrapping up Trek connections. I can't believe Hans Zimmer has never worked with anything having to do with Star Trek. Mm-hmm. It blows mm-hmm. my mind. This guy has touched every franchise in some level over a very long and successful career. Except How Star Wars. Star never did never did any Star mm-hmm. Wars stuff though. That guy. It'd be cool. Like the two big franchises in Star in the mainstream science fiction. He's never done, and that's unfortunate because I think he could do interesting things with something like Star Trek, but yeah, you're right. He's not in there. Man, Hans Zimmer's there, good, though. So good. There is a fantastic Hans Zimmer concert on Netflix, by the way. Mm. Uh, look that up and watch it. Okay. Really awesome. Does it feature any of the music treatment. from Black Hawk Down? Because that's a Everything. really good it's, it's got all his greatest hits. Mm. Every song that you would consider a Hans Zimmer hit is okay. in this concert. I'm in, then. Mm. Um, didn't Hans Zimmer have something to do with... Uh, no, that you're, sorry. That it was I was thinking of Social Network again, but no, that he did not do anything with that. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's that he's worked oh. with Fincher before or something. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Russ Faga, he's the cab driver in Voyager. He played the role of Paxim in the third season episode, Basics Part 2. Hmm. Uh, so lots of Star Trek connections. Let's give it a soundtrack grade. I'd give it a BIC or a BIC for best in class. I think it's amazing. <laughs> It's very, very good, yeah. and uh, I've been listening to it since and can't stop. It's all very yeah, good. So It's a, just an A+. Plus, yeah, A-plus soundtrack. Really, really good. Um, all right, we're going to sum this thing up in 280 characters or less for our Twitter post. Let's start with Randy. Inception. Several extra people who you just met insist on sleeping with you, and then your ex-wife is there, and she wants you so bad that she's crying, and all of the men are really sexy in their tiny tailored suits and mm. perfect hair. Just like a Saturday night at Evertown. <laughs> tiny tailored suit. Man, you, I want to see you that movie. Feel Seriously, fizz- Joseph Gordon-Levitt has a 23-inch waist. Oh, yeah. He's, yeah. A, t- he's a tiny oh, yeah. little slim little He man. had no problem fitting through that closing up alleyway. That's right. Right. Yeah. Dang it. Ibit, why are you still my Twitter post? Yeah. <laughs> Inception, Inception, like a movie in a movie where you have to squeeze logic and DiCaprio through the narrow street in Mumbai. Music intensifies. Is this polyester? Hashtag dream logic. <laughs> so he was in the real world then, right? Wasn't he? When he went through the. Well, yeah. if, you, if you believe the whole thing's not a dream, yeah. Oh, okay. That's a good point. Because well, that's the whole idea, right? We never, we never really, we never know, know right? The whole mm-hmm. thing can be dream. Because you know, Mal could have got it right, and Mal is already out with the kids and everything, and he right. got it wrong, and he's afraid right. to kill himself. Another mm-hmm. another bit of props to throw at Nolan's way is this: I like that the so all all movies do the thing where cutting between scenes is a kind of dream. You know what I mean? Like two people right. are talking at a restaurant, and then you kind of leave it hanging at a weird question, and now suddenly you're somewhere else doing something else. That's already kind of not real and and weird and ethereal if you think about it. Like, what are those, are those guys still talking? Did they say goodbye and then walk away from each other? We don't know because the camera cut when normally cameras cut. And this movie plays with that. He explains mm-hmm. to her while they're walking around town looking at all the, you know, weird uh, architecture that, do you remember what you were doing right before this? And she's like, oh. No. Yeah, I was. I was. Oh, but neither do we because neither do we because we don't see. We see things leading up. Yeah, the sea begins with the conversation. So that ah, it's really good. It's really smart. All right. uh, Finally, Brian Ibbett. Inception. Now, this is one I'm going to have to 
I might actually have to tweet this because in the brackets in the middle of my tweet, it says so freaking cool. And then you go out a little bit further and in parentheses, it says this movie is brackets. So freaking cool. Close brackets to watch. And then you go back even further and you have parentheses or uh, the wavy curly brackets. And it says, I don't care what Randy says. This movie is so freaking cool to watch. Even if you're not stoned. (laughs) Did you write this before you knew whether Randy liked this movie or not? Or what yes, I oh, totally okay. did. Because right. <laughs> I was like, "This will be my my return to uh, 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 this you know Saturday night at Ibbett's house." My right. retort. Yeah, no, nice my job. My retort. It's, uh, it's oh, there it is. You put it in the thing. It was good. Mm-hmm. It was a good mm-hmm. bit. Oh, I like bit. that. That's very programmatic. It looks like code. It yeah. does. Yeah, and nesting code inside of your code. That's very cool. Just don't nest your chode inside of another chode. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. yeah, yeah, Well, you know, that bar got lowered, so we're just down here doing yeah, the limbo. All right. Uh, well done. Now this. Got this little sheet of paper handed just to me, uh, just now to me. It is a, a, uh, a look at what the titles almost were, alternate titles. The original title was almost, Don't You Know Who I Am? Max, uh, <laughs> you know. Get it. Get it? Because she's from Juno? she's Juno. Uh-huh. Yeah. Or Mad Max Beyond the Tom Tom Berenger Dome. All right. Uh, Moving on. I guess that was a stretch, but, you know, he was wearing Tom Berenger. It's kind of a dome. I enjoyed it. Yeah, it's a good one. All right. Uh, Emails. Tom Berenger, also a tiny tailored suit. That is true. Uh, Boy, he was looking like a big scone in this. He He was, yeah. And he hasn't changed. I looked at him lately. Same. Looks the same. Mm -hmm. Ten years have been good to him. Just the previous ten weren't so great. (laughs) He's plateaued. (laughs) Uh, Clay wrote in and sent us an email to filmsack at gmail.com. He says, greetings, sackers. I uh, just wanted to make sure you're aware of some filmsack gold that is currently on Netflix. First, the original Clint Eastwood classic, Dirty Harry. I would be oh, interested well. if you guys took a hack at that. Now, did we, we haven't done that. I thought we watched the first one. Did we not? <sighs> I got to look don't it don't up. I don't remember ever watching any of the Dirty to the, Harrys, did Maybe we? it was, was it the, yeah, I, we I am almost certain that film sack number 56 right is uh, the original dirty harry the first movie yep I thought we so. did oh, it you're yes. right episode yeah. 56 we have, a, we have a scream or something that got we got played that we played for a mm-hmm, long time after mm-hmm. that yeah, 20 uh we did it yeah! december it was so early i don't blame him for not noticing but december 9th but it's, it's a good reminder for those who are listening to the archives it's on there and you can listen to the sack yeah so go all the way back to december 9th 2010 Episode 56 is on our archive feed over at filmsack.com. You will find Dirty Harry. All right, so that's one of them, but he we already did it. All right, next one. Second movie more awesome, uh, more awesome possibly is the 1981 film Nighthawks. We've not Ooh. done Nighthawks, right? That hasn't been done. Not Nighthawks. Uh, what, did we see something called Nighthawk? I don't know. It's like saying not Nighthawks because it's plural. Does not Anytime you can do that. Oh, he wrote plural. So is that right or is that not? Nighthawks movie. Yep, it's a movie. We have not done it, so there's that. Definitely, we definitely haven't done it. Sylvester Stallone, Billy D. Williams, Lindsay Wagner, yeah, Rutger Hauer, yeah. We, yep. He says here. He says he those. says Billy D. Williams in his Lando Colt forty five days. Lindsay Wagner, oh. the bionic woman, is barely in the movie. He says Persis Gambata. Uh, can't wait to hear Randy pronounce that. <laughs> you think <laughs> I, that's what he he wrote that? I didn't say that. Uh, Rugger Howard at the quintessential evil terrorist oh, yeah. point of his career, and finally Sylvester Stallone in drag. 
What's not yeah, the sack? He says, That's "Yeah, great. what's not the sack about that?" Wow. Yeah, I think I, think I don't know this. why I've never even. I don't feel like I've ever even heard of this. I think I have seen and this. And importantly, it was directed by Bruce Malmuth, which uh, falls right into our wheelhouse, directly, <laughs> squarely. Uh, you know, he also directed Hard to Kill and yeah. The Karate Kid and yep. uh, The Man Who Wasn't There. It's perfect. All right, we'll put it on the list. And I also like the phrase, what's not the sack? I like that. I'm going to use that for something. <laughs> and also, his name is Clay. What's not the sack about it? And it made me want to call him Bill Clay. I'm Bill Clay. But I didn't do it. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. But you did. Yeah, glad I, well, I guess I kind of did, yeah. What's so hard about Persis Kambata? It seems like an easy name to say. I don't know. It's But you got it, and I didn't. So he's he's throwing shade at the wrong person i'm the one that got it wrong so <laughs> okay or maybe he well, thought you were gonna do is... maybe he thought you were gonna go all like um f- f- you know Carol come about that. yeah come about that yeah. or something like that night <laughs> night hawks is now on our must see list and as soon as it becomes available uh or any of those movies like well they're all up uh, there now of fire yeah it's up there now oh, so if we want to fire his whole his whole point in this right? email is that's that, that movie is there so night hawks is there if we want it there for the take it is you're right it's okay so then i'm moving it from the must see list to the we're gonna see list good i like it moved nighthawks yeah moved nighthawks and catwoman uh all right and so that's the deal we're gonna get that right in there well done clay thanks for the uh the heads up and uh a reminder that next week we're gonna be watching dracula 3000 the apparently terrible yes. john carpenter film rob zombie no 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 uh yeah. casper van that's that's Dien, dragula 3000 yeah, yeah dracula dude oh my gosh i used to love that <laughs> it album. is the little heads up this is an amazon prime deal so mm. um you're so gonna be watching up. it there so okay. heads up okay heads up everybody amazon put prime. your heads two thousand into is this <laughs> 2000 or is this 2004 dracula 3000 okay uh, that's confusing i know but it's right. 2004 dracula 3000 that is correct i wonder if this is on shutter i might be doing this it might, might be, be on shutter yeah, yeah. that's the good thing about that tiny lister how you, but how did he get Udo there Kier? he ain't got no car <laughs> who, who coolio yeah <laughs> i think you've based his entire life around that one video i think you've done that it's fine. You know. He was very adamant. No, he was. You're right. Come pick me up. Fool, yeah. I ain't got no car. Yeah, fool, I ain't got no car. Yeah, those are good times. 1993, whatever it was. Uh, yeah, anyway, Dracula 3000, supposedly a big hot mess, but uh, it sounds like our kind of hot mess, so uh, never saw it. We'll see it this time. 2.1 on IMDb. <laughs> yeah. I don't think I've ever seen any film that we have watched go that low. Oh, there's I been some. Oh, there's been low. some. There's been some. Not, not on IMDb. Accepted. Not <laughs> on IMDb. Now, we, we've talked about other movies with, you know, different rating systems, but IMDb is usually a pretty good mix of I'll bet. just about yeah, everything. In, just about everything is around five. Keep in mind that IMDb. that means that somebody had to make the effort to say how bad a movie. Sometimes a movie is so bad, you just don't even want right. to bother going on IMDb and rating it. Yeah. yeah. So this one spawned, this one made 5,782 people log into IMDb. Yeah. And give it a, a rating. I'm used that to seeing, to yeah. I'm used to seeing Rotten Tomatoes scores really low because those people are passionate. But psh, oh wow, okay. Well, I, I have some breaking news here. Retrograde, which we watched in our yeah, was it lower? <laughs> frequently, it, frequently considered one of our worst. It's higher. Yeah. It's three point two. So yeah, I've never seen anything this low. Not in the twos. What's what's our bar again? Two what point. What did you say? Two point one. Two point one is the one I'm seeing on IMDb. Okay. Dracula to right. 3000. Gotta be something. something Weird. It here. doesn't show up in their lowest rated movie. 
But you know what does? Battlefield Earth. Oh, good. Oh, so that, there you go. Battlefield Earth. Yeah, it's kind there of deep. We've done that. So, mm-hmm. so there's your uh, answer. Oh, there must be a minimum number of votes. You have to have a minimum number of votes to show up in the lowest rated movies list. Uh, Battlefield oh, no, Earth Battlefield is Earth is still high. It's 2.5, 2.6. It's still <laughs> higher than Dracula 3000. Oh, what are we getting into? This is going to be bad. Uh, we also bad. saw Jaws yeah. the Revenge, right? That's yeah. a, That's right. at 3.1, believe it or not. Wow. Yeah. Still higher than. Troll 2 is at 3.2. <laughs> We're screwed. Dracula 3000 yeah. would be really <laughs> bad. <laughs> Amongst people who don't give you a crap. Casper <laughs> Van Diem may save this thing for us. Yeah, Coolio. You never Maybe. know. Coolio might do it. He might be the thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. All right. Uh, so that's next week. The week after that, we're doing a, uh, we got somebody out of town, so we'll be doing a short little um, watch along of some stuff. We'll get to that next week and explain it. Somebody. We'll put on our shorty shorts. Yeah. So that'll be good. And uh, that's going to do it for us. Filmsack.com is the place to find everything, including that archive feed I mentioned. That's where all our old episodes are. So if you're like, hey, I'm all done with the current feed, don't worry. All the rest leading all the way back to 2009 are right there at Filmsack.com. You can also leave us voicemails at 801-471-0462. Email us, Filmsack at gmail.com. Find us on Twitter at Filmsack. And wherever you get your podcasts, leave us reviews. Yes, Randy. And we learned that you can leave comments on the Filmsack blog. Oh, yeah, That's you totally right. can. Comments. Yeah, that was always There's true. Comments. You could have always done that. And uh, we had a couple people uh, this week. So if you want to be like them, hop really? in there. Oh, yeah. yeah. People... I never see comments there. Let me go take a look. Yeah. All kinds of firsts for me today. Yeah, you're learning new things today. Um, what? I we saw these all the time, no? I, I mean, you and not I did. Not on the Filmsack.com, not in a while. That kind of stopped. Oh, long. okay. So it's been a while. But I remember seeing like long discussion used to be. on the comments. It okay. used to, yeah. When, back when it was its own website, now it's all moved and people maybe just don't oh. know. I don't know. Oh, oh, right. Okay. There's gotcha. no reason why they couldn't keep doing it, though. So I don't yeah, know why they don't. It. So keep for leaving us comments. Sake. And sometimes we'll read oh those God. on the show, just like an email. Oh, my God. I'm, I'm not better for reading none of this. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm no dumber for having read. <laughs> yeah. Turns out comments are not the greatest. But whatever. Hey, comments. We'll take them. Uh, oh, the, nice. That's going to do it for the show. Uh, for me, for Brian, for Brian, and for Randy. Oh. <laughs> we'll see you next time. <laughs> This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Yes. Get more at frogpants.com. I didn't know he was going to rub his damn cheek on it.